What's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> back. I, I never know if I should talk over the girl's voice who says that the recording's ready, but then it's just like There's an awkward, it's like an awkward little silence there. But Good um morning. what's up? This is Tuck Rule Takes episode 39, the Danny Woodhead episode. I knew uh, of Tuck uh, Rule, of Tuck Rule Takes. Motherfucker. Now, uh, if you if you have I was a, gonna say Steven Jackson. I have a question. Actually, no, I have a question for the guest afterwards because I know, Drake, you don't know my Danny Woodhead story, do you? No. Okay, cool. So um, <laughs> I am Mike Sullivan with me, Liam McDade, um, fresh fresh out the sauna. Liam, what's up? How you doing? How you feeling? How's <laughs> oh it going? Oh, my God. I am sweaty, real sweaty, like I'm playing a, a game of Halo and I'm like 40 and 0 right now type sweaty, like ripping it. <laughs> I love Halo. I love I'm wetter than a basement in New Orleans right now. And uh, Drake can relate to that one. Uh, before before we introduce the guest, <laughs> Liam, are do you have you watched the Halo series, the new Halo series they have out? No, I figured it'd be really cheesy, so I didn't bother. Eh, it kind of is. It's okay. It's good. Anyway, yeah. Is I'm it not, good? I'm, is it worth a yeah, watch? Yeah, yeah. But then there's Gray's people brother and all like, of my friends watch it, but there, yeah, there's would. people who are like so deep into the Halo <laughs> lore where they're like, but it doesn't do this. And, and Dre, I'm sorry if it's you're one of these canon, people. But yeah, I don't know. Should oh. be dead. Anyways, though, you've probably heard a voice. If you if you hear it listening to the podcast, nothing's different. But there is a third voice here. If you're watching on the YouTube, on the tube, there's a third person here. You can't see him yet. He's been on here before, way back in week four of last season. Is that when the Saints and the Patriots played? It was week four, right? I believe so. Damn right Great. it was. You see? Do you remember? See that memory? It's like a... Uh, yeah. It should... No, yeah. It was late September, so that week four makes sense. It was week four. Memory like an elephant. Um, forgot. <sighs> forgot what I was going to say. An elephant yes. never forgets, but I forget <laughs> what the elephant remembers. Um, with us today, it is Dre Day. Dre, uh, the resident Saints fan, because none of us are Saints fans. Um, Dre, face reveal. Let's go. How's it going, my friend? Let's see that face. First, Drum roll. you got to see <laughs> the, the thing I sleep on every night, which is the A pillow coffin. of the, the, the newly profound, newly generational Saints, you are seeing, you're just seeing a new era in front of your eyes, and I cannot be more excited. Big talk, big talk. Yes. Who's your quarterback? Who's your quarterback, Dre? No, but we're gonna we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Okay. <laughs> he's, okay. Like, he's like, all right, <laughs> I, I, I have I have some stuff to say. Okay. Okay. I did. I didn't know for sure. So, um, so yeah, we are, <laughs> we are going to talk about the saints uh, a little bit here, kind of, you know, talk a little shit as well. Um, and then obviously we're going to talk about the Patriots draft. Um, I feel like there are some stark differences in how Liam and I saw this draft or see certain picks on this draft. Um, Dre, if you hang around for that draft, obviously chirp in all you want. Do you know pick pick a side, whatever, whatever you want to do? But um, I feel like I, I I know I know I'm I'm getting I'm gonna end up getting double teamed here. Uh, 
<laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> oh, speaking of double team, Dre, Dre, let me just oh, quickly yeah. tell you the Danny Woodhead story. I'm sitting there with um with my then girlfriend, now wife. Uh, I've been with her for like right now, like 15 years. I think oh. at this point it was like almost 10 years, right around there, however long it was. Mm. It was like a holiday, Easter, some Thanksgiving, one of those holidays, right? We're all in the basement. We're talking me, her parents, grandparents, cousins. Uh, kids, everybody's there. Great grandparents, I think, were in the room too. We're watching Patriots game as you do on Thanksgiving or whatever holiday it was. Uh, Danny Woodhead, nice catch, jukes the guy, gets a first out. Everybody, because because everybody loved Danny Woodhead, right? When he was here, so everybody was like, "Yeah, that's it, blah blah." They cheered. I think her dad said something like, "Ah, oh, Danny Woodhead," and I was like, "Mind you, sitting next to my girlfriend in a room with her family, mom, dad, everybody." I said, "Oh yeah, everybody loves good head." <laughs> now, like like I told Liam when I first said this story, I don't think I've ever said something where I have wanted to bring the words back into my mouth quicker than when I said that. Because it was one of those things. I knew people were looking at me. I stayed, had to stay straight looking at the TV, acted like it didn't even happen. Face, I'm sure, was beat red, as red as the hat I'm wearing. Um, I know she was looking at me. I know her dad was looking at me. People were looking at me. I was just, nope, we're just going to bring act like that did not happen. So um, this is a special episode for us. So glad to have you here. Um, You're a bloke. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was the word. I get sweaty thinking That's about awesome. it. That's how it was not. It was not. It's awesome to talk about. It was not awesome at the time. I, w- I wish um, they hated you after that. <laughs> so um, speaking of the Saints, um, Dre, kind of the floor is yours, man. How did you? What would you grade the draft? How would you like it? Everything kind of break that shit down because as a Patriots fan, I don't have time to worry about, you know, like the lemmings of the league, like the, like the saints and all <laughs> them. So let, let us know, let us know how the it lepers, was, uh, what's going on. Um, yeah. 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 How's, how's it going down New Orleans? I just so love I genuinely don't think that they've had as good of a draft since like 2017 when they drafted Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchek, Alvin Kamara, all in the same year, all what a proven stars in the league. Yeah, I know. Oh all proven stars in the league at this point. And ever since then, we've had like one good pick a year, one like ant pick a year. Like I've just like, just like they should have went for certain possessions that they weren't doing for all this time. Mike, Michael Thomas like has needed receiver help since he – Join the day, team and day one basically because they got rid like, of Brandon yeah, Cooks right no, away. No, I know, like it, it couldn't be worse timing, but anyways, for this year's draft, I probably would put it in like the B plus A minus range. I really think they hit their weak spots. Um, and with there being a new coach and Dennis Allen, what I find funny is that he's he was the defensive coordinator before, so he definitely like has like a good um, just defensive scheme in mind per se but i like the fact that he went out on a limb out of nowhere to trade his first round like one of his first round picks to just a random ass washington team for yeah. uh, so what i noticed is like right at the 10th pick it was garrett wilson on the on the jets and he was wide receiver i was like okay so like in in that instant when the Saints moved up, I'm like, like they're gonna do something blockbuster. Like there's no way they're gonna throw the pick. Like I feel like yeah. you don't trade up and you don't draft one of the top prospects in the draft. 
And so I was like, all right, it's going to be, it's going to be Jameson Williams, Jameson Williams. Like that was the first person on my mind. That's what I and, thought. Yep. And then they draft co-host in Chris Olave. And I'm like, wow. Like, like does New Orleans love Ohio state or like, am I just tripping? Like I've, I, I don't, I don't know, but. Hey, if it's not like, broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. And like, I didn't know too much about him at first, but after doing some research, he like he has good deep ball mentality, which um, with our quarterback, Jameis Winston, it could work. Um, the rest kind of, of all Jameis does, he's like, yeah, fucking let's go. Oh, I know. Someone's down there. I actually like Jameis though. He, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about him in a little bit, but last year I was huge on the Jameis bandwagon. I did. I was too. Like, like, he was five and two as a starter until he got injured, and, and maybe the best debut I've ever seen. Like his starting debut against the Packers. What was it like? Seventeen pass completions, thirty-eight to three, like ass kicking. Love to see that. Couldn't have come out the cut in, in a better manner. But anyways, the, <laughs> the draft as a, anyways draft as a whole. Very happy that they traded up for Chris Olave, and then the receding picks. Like the um, the tackle they got, I think is is Penning. I get his first name. Yep. Yeah. Um, Huge. I then, love that pick. We were talking about it. Right? Yep. The Pats. Like, yep. Very very slept on pick. Like that bumped up their value a lot. And then their second or third rounder, um, I think it was Alante Jackson. He's a corner. Mm-hmm. He he's very controversial between reporters, but I I don't know. I see some. If the Saints see something in him. If Dennis Allen sees something in him, then I see something in him too. I'm a believer, so like let's just let's just <laughs> yeah, let's, that's let's a Saints that. fan right there. We're the same thing and, with Bill Belichick. We're like, yeah, eh, he hasn't missed. No, no, I know. Right? Uh, Alante so, Taylor, Alante Taylor, that's the name. Alante Taylor, thank you, thank yeah. you. I got it pulled um, up. Trust me, I don't just know this shit off the top of my head. I pulled it up because I wanted to see if they what pick they got penning for. Because I, I was going to say, if he was there when the Pats were picking, they should have took him. But I forgot they traded or they got the pick from Philly to, to get him yeah. anyway. So, it's yes. a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, but um, now that filled all those spots in the draft and they had all this cap space, right? Uh, what I thought they were going to do in the uh, offseason was make a trade for Deshaun Watson, which they were in the running for. But it obviously came down to a lot of money with the Cleveland Browns in the end. I fucked um, that so up, Dre. I, I completely apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam over here is is the definition of shoot the messenger because fucking this kid gives me false information. He's like, when one day, one morning, I wake up, he's like, "Fuck you, Dre." Deshaun Watson's going to the fucking Saints. Like, no way, no way, no way. He's like, "I'm like, give me the tweet." He fails to find the tweet, and I'm just sitting there. <laughs> Disappeared. Like, two or three days, like just like. It, it, like in my ass like wondering like <laughs> like is this man coming to new orleans please let me know and i doubt i i did i don't have Seemed twitter perfect. i i literally downloaded the twitter app just to no avail <laughs> like every second like what's gonna happen to this man and then i see out of all fucking teams he goes to the the joke of the cleveland browns and fuck it wait you don't have it. a twitter either no, but I do now. What is it's it? A hang-em thing. It's a hang'em thing. What the fuck? What the fuck do you mean? It's a hang'em. It's a. It's a. It's a rafters thing. What? What is? What? Pe- that people is... in hang'em don't like Twitter. <laughs> that is the weird. That's 
I didn't know that's what Hingham was known for, but now, yeah, now I do. We're now on, I do. We're on okay. the gram. We're on the gram too much. We're on the gram too much. Uh, okay. Big time yeah. gram people. Yeah. And haven't, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't dove into dived. Dove. I have a strong gram presence. I feel like Twitter is just like another ranting app. You know what I'm saying? It is. And I don't Twitter, have anything to yeah. rant about. No one gives a shit about what I have to say. Twitter, Twitter is really. I, I'm there just for all this, but like that's where you get all the all like the news, quote unquote yeah. news, and, and well, all that nonsense. That exactly what I got it for for the news. Mm-hmm. And speaking of news, a couple of days ago, to another Good Morning text from McDade himself, saying that arguably my favorite player in the league in Tyron Matthew is coming home back to his home state in New Orleans. And now I understand where, where all of that cap money went in good hands, state farm, all that stuff. (laughs) But like, wow. I, I just like, I've never seen as good of a defense depth wise in the saints than like, I just ever in life, like, I, like I'm thinking about scary. I'm thinking about all the like, especially our secondary. Oh my god! Like that's the one. That's the one thing I get nervous about every year of the Saints. I thought they're gonna blow it in the secondary. Some dude is gonna just fall on his ass, break his ankles, and just cough, like cough, ch- cough, ch- Minnesota ch- miracle, oh, cough, cough yeah, for the game. Yep, yep, dude, I I can't I can't watch the shit on TV anymore. I can't punch a hole in my TV. I can't I can't replace all these TVs. Okay, like do you understand? <laughs> Like the frustration that's coming out of my I don't have the money when, to when, replace <laughs> all these TVs, guys. Dre's in college. He's like, please stop making me do this. <laughs> he's saying the TV, you're making me do this. You're making me do this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, but, yo, quiet. the honey badger going home, that's so perfect. And you got Marcus May. You still got DeMario. Dude, how is that I, defensive end, Davenport? I haven't heard from him at all. See, when he plays, he's really good, but he's uh, he's kind of a hit or miss on if he'll play for an extended period of time. But I really hurt. like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's, he just kind, he's, kind, he's kind of a mid pick. He was a first round. Like, he's just kind of mid. But yeah. I have a question for he has you. To play. With, with Chris Olave on the team now, what do you – because I know that there's kind of a thought or a um, like an opinion of Michael Thomas outside of New Orleans. What what is your opinion of Michael Thomas? Because a lot of people say he's a one trick pony. He can only run slants. Some people say that slant he doesn't want to. Some people say that yeah, slant boy. Some people say he doesn't even want to play anymore. He got paid, doesn't want to <laughs> play. Some people say that he, you know, the injury bug. He's pretty much done. You know, I saw Pro Football Focus did what they always do. They post like pictures of people like who's stopping this wide receiver duo. I'm like they're going to stop themselves. You have a rookie and then Michael Thomas, who doesn't, he's, he just seems like he's too pretty to play. He, he, like, he doesn't want to, it seems like he is kind of done. What is your opinion on Michael Thomas? Bro. I, th- I think the haters are getting into your head, man. You got to stop reading that bullshit news, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> news. Like, I, I've, I've never <laughs> seen, news. A, I've never seen bigger self-motivator. Michael Thomas like you can see on his Twitter that he has a lot of opinions of course but he's also very religious and very motivated within himself to just do better with himself but I mean like come on that one year when he got like the best receiving in in that year 
that wasn't our, the best like, season on accident. I've ever seen. So, yeah. Yeah, no, like, but, oh, oh, yeah, I can only run slants, but how do you get 1,700 yards off only slants? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not, he's not the fastest person in the world. Like, he's not catching it but, and then taking but, it. But, he, but he's quick <clears throat> off the line. You have to understand that he's very quick, like, when he's, like, like when he jolts off the line. Like, you can't, you can't jam him within five yards because people don't, like, think he's going to be, like, a fast receiver, which he's, like, not the fastest. But off the line, he has his mentality of, like, if I stunt him quick enough, then they're going to, like, just, like, be stunned by it. And, like, they're, they're just, the defender's just not ready for a slant boy to be as fast as he is off the line. And that's <laughs> what that's what gets – that's where the credit is due, in my opinion. But I think pe- the people talking about, like, Thomas and Olave just being, like, a broken duo, like, I think that's just, like, such a – such a hater standpoint, dude. Like you can you can say that about any rookie in the league, technically. Like you know what I mean. Like like a- anyone could talk shit about Aiden Hutchinson. Anyone could talk shit about Malik Willis. Like there's always going to be that one person that just doesn't want them to succeed. But you you're not going to know until it's actually on paper. And I think with all the credentials and like relations that Chris Olave already has within the community of New Orleans, I just feel like. He's just a great scheme fit and with enough practice and reps with mentoring Michael Thomas, I think they'll succeed very well. So with that, that, with what you said, I've always, in most of my opinions, I almost do it because I really like it, but I like to ruffle feathers and I do truly believe this. And I have been saying it when people ask me who the best wide receiver in the league is for the last three, four years, it's always Michael Thomas. It's Michael Thomas and no one but like DeAndre Hopkins is a strong second to me. Devontae Adams has made a strong push in the last couple of years. Michael yeah. Thomas is a bad man. The hands are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The way, I'm like saying. you said, the, the way he gets off the line, <coughs> his feet are unbelievable. His footwork's perfect. I remember watching a game against the Rams, not the one with the bad call, but it was a regular season game. Might have been that same season. Michael Thomas had a 68 yard tub right down the yeah. sideline, yeah. blew right by Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Leda wasn't even close to Michael Thomas. Catches it, takes it to the house. Marcus Peters. It was Marcus Peters. Okay. He just, he doesn't have the crazy burner, you know, Tyreek slants, Hill right? speed. Yeah. <laughs> he only runs slants. Yeah. But like when deep he slant. is that was in a the deep open, slant. there was a deep slant. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what that was. But. <laughs> When he catches the ball, he can take it for a touchdown. It's not like he's going to get chased mm-hmm. down. He's not slow. He's not tight end speed. He, he's a wide receiver for a reason. I think him and now I want to get to Chris Olave, two of them together, it's kind of perfect. You run Michael Thomas on all the slants he wants. Slant city. Go <laughs> slant, 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 fire it up. Because Chris slant Olave is absolutely yeah, he's vert, slant happy. Depth, yeah and that's the thing because olave is scrawny and i'm gonna get to this when we talk about the patriots receiver that they drafted i think they're very similar where they don't have great frame they can get bumped off their routes mm-hmm. easily these are speed guys these are downfield playmakers chris olave is the perfect complement to michael thomas and he's gonna get touches downfield with Jameis winston I feel like the, the, I feel the receiving like the, core is pretty sick. Otherwise, too, it, it, Callaway, it the, Smith. The team is good, and I, I Deontay feel Harris. Like yeah, he's okay. We the elephant in the room, and I do want to. I do want to preface this by saying I, I love Jameis Winston. Me he's too. Crazy. He's crazy. Like his. He's a. He's a quirky guy. Like that. Like the W <laughs> thing. <laughs> 
the whole like so all, his, all his weird unorthodox pregame workouts that he does like <laughs> he is he is a he is a gift factory i like him and not just that he's also he's easy to root for because he's a he's he's one of those guys where it's like okay if i watch this game something's gonna happen whether it's really yep. good or really bad something <laughs> is gonna happen like i don't he's yeah. either gonna he's either gonna win us this game or he's gonna lose us this game and i say us pretending i was a saints fan there um now do you putting him in the mix dre with you know like the receivers the team and everything like that what, how do you feel going into this season as a Saints fan with just kind of okay. like, like, you know, record wise, where do you think you're going to end up and just how comfortable are you with Jameis being in there for another year, you know, all him. Um, and also why is Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill spoke about like he is the next coming of Jesus. I don't understand that. I never understood the Taysom Hill hype. Okay. I guess that was like a two part um, question. Dre's about to get off. <laughs> So I, I, I guess uh, I've always guess wanted guess, to talk to a Saints fan, and now I finally have one. Like here, I got I got questions. <laughs> I, on the in regards to the Taysom Hill thing, just to get that out of the way. I have no fucking idea what he's on necessarily. I don't like. I, I thought like the whole hype behind him was cool for like maybe six months when he was like making plays and stuff, mm-hmm. and then when yeah. we put him at quarterback, it was like. Okay, really, buddy? Like you're you're this this is what you're gonna produce? Seriously? Yeah, you're pushing it. And oh, another like, run. It, and no, I know. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like he's so predictable, and like like he, he's like he's just like a poor man's Lamar Jackson. I hate to say it. Yeah. But but we have been using him a tight end in reps in practice, and I've been saying that since they got him. I'm like this dude is built like a tight end. And if he can catch the ball, he can be a huge difference maker because we haven't had a solid tight end since Jimmy Graham back in like 2012. So I think it's time that we deserve a pretty good tight end. Plus, we didn't. Well, the last time we drafted one was Adam Troutman. And I don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. As two co-hosts of a Patriots podcast here, you did have Ben Watson, who's the greatest tight end I've ever seen touch the gridiron. So. Love Ben Watson. Nothing but Ben Watson love. Nothing but Ben Watson love. But again, when you guys did get Ben Watson, he was he wasn't he wasn't Patriots Ben Watson. Well, he still kind of was. But Jimmy Graham, though, still. I mean, Jimmy Graham took the cake. Did you know Jimmy Graham played basketball? Everybody says that when he whenever he's on the screen. It's like you oh, know where boxing played- out. Mike, do you know where he played basketball? No, Liam, where did he play basketball? Well, it's funny you ask. That would be I didn't even ask <laughs> University of Miami tight you end you the finest the finest university spinning out all the finest football prospects since its birth since it was risen up from the ground the tight end you safety you cornerback you running okay, so, back you so your offensive lineman you 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 are cutting. And by the way, I need to talk to you about another one of your fandoms once we once we start talking about that, because I'm baffled by it. But you you have you've cut into Dre's time talking about Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. So, yep, Dre, I'm sorry. Continue. Proceed. Proceed, sir. All right. So what do you? That's my last. But all right. So that's that's my talk about Taysom. But in regards to Jameis, right, I think he has all every asset he needs around him in his offense, like O-line. It's been top five since, like, I don't know, as far as I can remember. 
Yep. Um, no problem in that area at all. Running backs, we still have Alvin Kamara. He is not arrested, as far as I know. So yeah, it seems like he's going to play. Yeah. We're all we're all good on that end. Receivers, we have not not only do we have zero this time, we have two because Michael Thomas is back from injury, and we have a nice little rookie in Chris Olave. So Jameis Winston has all the parts around him. Now, I do think last year he was showing really good promise in the year. And unfortunately, like injury took took a toll. And now it's a waiting game to see if one, he'll be ready for the season in time because that's still a bit in question. And two, if he's going to be the quarterback of the franchise, because this is a big, big prove it year for Jameis Winston. I think Dennis Allen is being very aggressive in his free agency signings. Like he doesn't just sign Tyron Matthew and expect to get like an eight and eight record and go into rebuilding mode. He wants to win and he wants to be number one in the division again. He wants to show that the Bucks aren't the only the only good team in the NFC South. You know what I mean? So and mind you, who who did the Bucks lose to twice last year? Again, the last two was years. The Saints. True. True. Which quarterback was it? I don't fucking know nor care. But by the way, it was Trevor Simeon. But you have to understand that the Saints are a wrecking force to the Bucs. And now that they have all these weapons with them on both sides of the ball, it's just not even fair. Like, in my opinion, it's just not (laughs) even fair. So, like, I think every other part of the team I know is going to do well. The only question I have is in Jameis Winston is P is going to be the franchise quarterback. And I, I'm – in my opinion, I think he will be. I really do think so. But this is the one guy on the team that has the biggest prove a year out of anyone else on that roster, in my opinion. Yeah. So what's your record prediction? And uh, curious, because you and me like to dive deep into the numbers, give me a touchdown to interception ratio. Let's say J- <laughs> uh, Jameis no. plays all 17 games. I want his okay. touchdown to interception ratio. Just because everyone likes to talk about, yeah, everyone likes to talk about Jameis's touchdown to interception ratio, and give me a record prediction for this year. Okay. And do you sweep the Bucks again? Sweep the Bucks? I can answer you. Yes, yes we are. That's a guarantee. We sweep the Bucks. You better fire me up. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be betting on both games. You'll hear here first. Damn right, I'll join you. You're yes, welcome. You so, um. Touchdown to interception ratio for Jameis Winston. I think he's going to hit over 30. I think he's just – I think he's a passer. Like He is? I, I, I just – I feel like it's pretty guaranteed that he's going to go over 30. Interceptions, I think he's going to be just shy just shy <laughs> of 20. I think he'll yeah. improve a little bit, but I do think he's going to have some – he's going to have some risky balls in there that I'm not going to be too happy about because – I'm not sure what his numbers were before he left last season off the top of my head, but um, I do know that it wasn't, like, too um, impressive for me to be like, oh, like, he has, like, major improvements. He has just, like, slight improvements. So, I feel like – It was 14-3, actually. 14 times, three picks. Pretty damn good. That's 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 a lot better than I thought. Okay, so, honestly, in that case, I still think – all right, so he's going to get over – 14 in seven games, there's no way he doesn't get well, over 30. Well, he had five no, in week one, so. Yeah, no fucking way yeah. he doesn't get over 30. Okay, so that's – I think over 35 is what I'm yeah. going with. Thir- yeah, Ooh. 100%. 
And picks picks won't be over 15. Okay, so yeah. we'll call it like 37 tubs and 12 picks. Yeah, 12 picks. Okay. Yeah. That puts him in like the that's top a, seven quarterbacks like, in the league. Yeah, you like that's that? Josh Allen like numbers. That? Holy shit. That is that is uh, that is you Josh like Allen. that. You Fuck like that. Um, do you when Five when record. do you think when do you think the Saints trade for Baker Mayfield this season? <laughs> <laughs> they, they got they got what like 29 million or 28 something high 20 million in cap space right now so i guess they could get him if they wanted to i guess i'm just throwing it out there the saints could get baker mayfield who knows Jameis those 37 picks we, we just had this whole mood going and then you came in and just fucking <laughs> shit on it so hard that's why i do it's Listen. the it's it is the Woodhead thing all over again. This is all what I do. I mean, just destroy moves. Um, but yeah, record. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think their record is going to be? 17 games 12, this year. Don't forget. 12 and 5. Holy 12 shit. And five. Five. Kids got Playoff high hopes. Contenders. Holy Dude, shit. So, so the Saints are making the what playoffs. What else do you want me to say? What, you want me to lie about it? 12 and 5. <laughs> you want me to lie about it? <laughs> I love it. You stand by your convictions. Um, and it, it's honestly not far-fetched for me to believe that. They have a great system. Mm-hmm. They still have the same play caller who they've had since like 2005. I didn't even realize it wasn't uh, Sean Payton calling the plays as much as this one dude. I, I forget his name. I was researching my Saints stuff for you yeah. to be on the show. I forget his name for the life of me now, of course, but I, he's been. I can't remember it. either. But yeah, no, I didn't he's know a that. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Sean Payton too. Like pretty much. I didn't even know. I think it's like oh, Taylor shit. something or something with a T. But I, he's been, same dude since two, Sean Payton first got there. Obviously, he's been crushing it there always in the top and offense but helps with pete, drew Brees, but pete carmichael pete is that carmichael. His name? so i was completely wrong i think so is that the guy uh yeah yeah his yeah. 17th season yeah. yeah yeah that's it yeah that's that it makes, he looks yeah. like a yeah that sounds no. so familiar now yeah he looks like a nerd he's probably good he's probably uh, good. <laughs> he's probably good yeah the yep. brain game he plays the brain game yep yeah dennis allen's a very capable coach too i would i would say I would lean probably more toward a ten and seven record for the Saints, but I I like your yeah. prediction and I, I don't know I think it it certainly could happen I believe in Jameis I love Jameis I think he's gonna kill it I don't care all Jameis fans how hurt we all he like Jameis yeah we do eat those dubs up baby <laughs> ten and seven seems because I don't want to I don't want to go eleven Jaboo and six wins. for them just to like be different like let me just be different twelve and twelve and five. Is a, I mean that's that's like what I think the Patriots might be this season. So if that's like <laughs> if that's where the Saints are going to be, holy shit! Bro. I think ten and seven is good, but I still think even if they go ten and seven, I feel like they still sneak into the playoffs somehow because you got like that extra team now and all that nonsense and and who knows. Um, but twelve and five though, shit. Yep. So shit. Dre, what do you think the Patriots go then, bro? Um. Undefeated. Like, yeah, they don't lose, sweep the playoffs. Like, you have to consider the division, too. And the Bills are disgusting. The Dolphins are about to be supposedly good again. Um, the Jets, the even though like they have some good. life. Uh, so, it I, 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 I think, I think Pat's good enough for their wild card spot because with the team they had last year, it was probably worse than what they're going to have this year. And they could still make the playoffs with it because Bill Belichick just doesn't not like making the playoffs. So he's obviously going to do something about it in his power. 
but convincingly, I'm not trying to be a copier, but I feel like 10 and 7 sounds pretty good for them, too. Yeah, just like uh, last year was 10 and 7, so. Yeah. I hate the numbers 10 and 7. I don't know why. I don't like, like <laughs> that record. Bad. That record pisses me off. It's like, oh, would you guys go 10 and 7? Sell the team. Like, I don't. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's not appealing uh, at all. You no, lost it's not. Seven games. That's seven times. Years. We are going to have to come in here on a Tuesday or, or, or whenever we record and deal with seven losses. That doesn't sound fun. That's no, not, not ideal. That's like, seven ideally. Tuesdays that we're going to be miserable. <laughs> no, that's horrible. And then it's going to carry on the week. And then next week, it's going to be a whole thing. God forbid it happens before a bye. That's two weeks of hell. I don't yep. want that. I don't want that. But then but me no, and Mike have an abusive relationship and spiral out of control. Soon enough, we end up like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in court. Yeah. And I'm, on my bed. I'm shitting in Liam's bed. He's cutting off my finger, throwing glasses at me. Yep. Like, <laughs> that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, oh, how about uh, Olave? How many touchdowns do you think he has this year? Oh, yeah. Because I think he's going to have a big year with him and Jameis. Because like you guys said, Jameis, like, that's his thing. Like, I'm just going to chuck it and just and, – and with Michael Thomas back, you've got to think that like, he's going to draw slant coverage. Boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially over the – No. Slant yeah, boy, no. slant boy. Well, that's just the thing is that Michael Thomas will still be wide receiver one, so mm-hmm. most – corners will be on him depending on which coverage they're specialized in but because of that I still think Michael Thomas will exceed him in touchdowns I think oh, yeah. will at least good enough for like 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 minimum six or seven I like it I like it yeah. I think six is the sweet spot number for me that was what I was thinking before you came out with your answer six seems like the sweet spot number because I yeah. think Michael Thomas gets double digits I think he's ten yeah I think he, yeah, right back to ten or at 11. least ten. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think zone, he comes back. Yeah, he comes can't back stop and those shows slants people. in the red zone. He, he's honestly really good. Like I think, and that's why really I want to ask you. That's why I want to ask you, Dre, the question that I had about Michael Thomas because in my head, before he got hurt, and even while he was hurt, because nothing has changed, he was still Michael Thomas, the best receiver, or at least one A, one B, with whoever else you want to put in there in the league. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it turned into. Like, like people just got sour on him. For, it's recency bias, though. For some when you don't, when you don't and play like, a year, they're like, "Fuck really him!" Is. I don't even remember. And like, I know, it really is. like, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't put him, or I'm not going to put him above Devontae Adams because I think he's the best receiver in the league. I like him. It might just be because I've had him in fantasy the last couple of years, so like, I've just, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of him. But I don't, I, I would put Michael Thomas ahead of DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and like they both, they do different things kind of, but I just feel like people are sleeping on Michael Thomas and I don't, I don't know why. So yeah, I think he comes out, he gets like 13 touchdowns this year or something. I think he goes oh. wild. Big I, think, I think they're going to be, receivers are going to go over 1k for yards. They're going to be the better version of Jamar Chase and T Higgins, in my opinion. Yep. I can see that. So every year there's kind of like a surprise team that kind of kills it. Last year was obviously the Bengals. Uh, yes. Yeah. And we've seen stuff like that. I, the Saints kind of seem like that team. And I, I don't like to heap praise lightly because there are plenty of other fan bases. If you were a fan of the – even the Browns, I'd tell you to go fuck yourself. Like I don't think the Browns <laughs> are going to contend – I don't think the Browns are going to contend this next year. No. If you were – 
Um, Seahawks suck, so I can't even say them. But I'm trying to think, what's it like another up and time? Like the 49ers, if somebody's like, Trey Lance is going to take the 49ers to the playoff. No, fuck you. No, he's not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, like, the Saints are a team that I can truly wrap my mind around and be like, I can see them kind of taking the league by storm because people are like, Sean Payton's not there. It's not the same thing. No, it's basically the exact same thing just without Sean Payton. Yeah. Yes. You yeah, got it. That's and it's funny. It all comes back to Jameis Winston. I feel that way because of Jameis Winston. Because I feel like any game, any game, he could he could win. Like any any game he steps on the field, I'm like, well, shit. I mean, they got Jameis. Like he might just fuck around and throw five touchdowns and four picks and like win the game, or he might throw (laughs) five touchdowns, four picks, and lose the game. Like it's just he is such a wild play from Jameis last year was against the Panthers. I think it was the first time they played him. Actually, he was hurt for the second time, I think. But um, it's like toward the end of the game. Uh, they might have even lost that game. But he uh, spin or yeah, spin moves some dude. Absolutely wrecks this guy. Guy's trying to sack Jameis. Spins yep. him. Unloads downfield. Throws this high flyer. And like this ball fell like the bomb that hit Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <laughs> like this thing went up and came down with force right to the defensive back pick wasn't even close to the receiver mm-hmm. i laughed so hard because it looked so good in the air i'm like yes it was yes. awesome oh I was like, this is gonna God. be great and then it yeah, was just like and then nothing happened and it was just the most james oh, play i've ever seen but it was hilarious <laughs> and like he's still good and it was still a good play he, even if he threw the pick i, I was like fucking james that's crazy it. I that's, love it. that's that's what you pay to mm. see though you pay to see that shit where it's yeah. like i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen it's like it's like a lesser man's brett Favre, where it's like when brett Favre was on the field it was like who knows like gunslinger he might you know yeah. throw whatever with james winston it's like i i quite literally do not know what he is going to do <laughs> on the next play like he like i don't unseen. i have no idea he's gonna do some little dipsy do spinny thing yep. and it's either gonna be a touchdown pick six it could be a pick six he strips the guy runs it back it could be anything i have no idea but he creates james in winston, the pocket too he's got great scrambling ability i love it he's exactly he's, He's a big guy too. I don't know. I think I feel like the Saints can be that team, and I love football cliches. The Saints can be the team where they they get in there and they make some noise. You know, they can get in there and they can. That's a buzzword. They, can they make bounce noise. someone out. You know, like yep. they could say they draw the Bucks in the first round somehow. However, that happens to work out. I could see Please them. Bow- the I, I I could see them taking out the Bucks in the first round. I also imagine do not the think irony the Bucks- if James Winston beats the Bucks in the playoffs, but Drew Dude, Brees couldn't. I don't think the Bucks are even. I don't. The that's a whole just, different thing. It's a Cinderella story. Yeah, yeah I can 100%. see it. I can see it now. Be if to to consider this season a win for you, Dre. I don't know if you think this way. Where where do the Saints have to end up? Like I I know you said the record and everything, but where is it? One of those things where it's like, if we make the playoffs, like I'll be happy. You know, just happy to be there. Everything else is gravy. Are you kind of like I, I want to win a playoff game? Like I want to be in contention for the playoffs until the last week of the season. Like, what would you classify like a successful season for the New Orleans Fighting Jameis Winston's? Um, at least what at least playoffs definitely because they missed it last year and like they had potential to get there and they, they were like, there were and big- they melted down. They were right there. And they were literally a game shy of it. It came down to, like, week 17 where, like, one team had a win and one team didn't have to win. And it it sucked. But, like, I knew we weren't ready. We weren't playoff ready, even if we were to make it or not. 
But I know this year we are like 1,000% playoff ready and there's no way we don't, we don't not get a spot. Like, and I genuinely believe that we should at least win one, maybe even two games. I think we should, like, I don't, I don't know. Like compared to last year, just like looking, I always, I'm just comparing the roster, dude. And like, there's just so many holes that we had last year that are just like exceedingly filled with what we have right now. And I really feel like with a whole new system, like no one's going to know what to do. Like people have been used to the way our aggressive offense runs and like our um, pass rush defense is schemed for the past 15 years with Sean Payne as a head coach. But now with a completely whole new system, I think Dennis Allen is just going to like work some sort of magic to get us um, like, I I, I just like, like you said, like the Saints are going to make some noise and, I genuinely think they're going to be that one sleeper team like the Bengals that just makes an absolute insane amount of noise because no one knows what to expect from them. But, like, that's the – I think that's the best part is that expect the unexpected, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so you'd be happy it's – a, it's a successful season, I guess, if you win one playoff game. Two is great. Two is, like, a nice bonus – Three is insane. Super Bowl, you're shitting yourself, but one is your standard. If they don't win one playoff game, that's when you're dangling yourself like Michael Jackson dangles a kid over a balcony. Yes. <laughs> I well, I'd ra- I Honestly, if they get a playoff berth, I'd rather them lose their first playoff game than, like, if they make, like, a strong playoff run and lose in the end, like, that would suck <laughs> ass. Like, that would disappoint <laughs> me a lot more, dude. Like, a lot of tears and shit. <laughs> yeah, so don't like, tease me. Just kill me right <laughs> away. I'd rather just get Dookie the wild card and be embarrassed by that than, like, have the have the just depressive cloud over my head of losing the Super Bowl. And especially if it's, like, some dog shitter team. I don't know. Couldn't do it, man. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I, I understand that way of thinking. It's one of those things where it's like, don't give me the bullshit. Like, don't just, <laughs> just, if, if, if it's going to be that bad, just put me out of my misery beforehand. So I don't know. Last year off. when the Pats lost to the bills in the first round, that was pretty fucking shitty. That was the worst. That hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, also cause it's the fucking bills and everybody thinks that the bills yeah. are like the fucking, like the bees knees, the fucking shit's dick. Like everybody thinks mm, that if we like, lost, if we lost to the Broncos, I wouldn't give a shit, but we uh, lost to the bills. Yeah, I was, but it was the bills and Josh Allen is fucking Jesus Christ superstar and all this shit. Like, I don't, I don't get miss me with that shit. Miss me. With yeah. That shit. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So Drake, do you have do you have anything else to say? Final thoughts about the Saints before, as Skip Bayless would say, Liam and I unleash on the Patriots draft. Um, all right, I'll I'll leave you with this closing remarks, man. Um, this obviously is going to be the best NFL season to date. I think this league just gets better and better every year, and. I have been waiting. I've been waiting for this year for so long because now that I know that my team actually did something in the draft that we have promise, we have potential going forward in the future. And this year seems to be the year that the Saints are actually put back on the map again. No more, no more sad sapping about Drew Brees. None of that bullshit. We got 
Jaboom wins with the W in hand. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a that's a sight. I think I think somehow I'm gonna have to make that the thumbnail for this for this YouTube YouTube yeah, doing the out. doing the W eating eating things on there. Um that's a that's a good way to look at it. It's I feel like the Saints have been like the not not by any means not the joke, but like just no one's taken them seriously the last couple of years with how Drew Brees towards the end of his career, Sean Payton, you know, kind of like people thinking that he might have been on his way out, might not have been. It just I think I think this is the year though where the Saints, like I said, they make some noise. Um and and they come in. It seems like they had a good draft. They didn't have that many picks, um, but they they had a decent draft. Uh like I I think that penning. The, the tackle that you guys got is going to be probably the best out of that draft class. The guy's Which a is fucking huge because he lost Armstead. I wanted the Patriots to get him. Uh, you sons of bitches got back into the mm. first round and took him. Um, mm. And then, you know, but don't worry, though. The Patriots still got alignment with their uh, with their first round pick. So uh, I am I am over the moon about about that. So um, that that's my thoughts about the Saints. Dre, good thought. Liam. Any 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 parting words for the Saints before we depart? That fuck with Dre Day, baby. Still still Dre Day. I can't I can't finish the lyric, but you know still Dre Day. Yeah, you know you know what it is. Speaking of fuck yeah, with Dre Day, if there's any female Saints fans watch this podcast, you know who to call. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't think we have any female Saints fans. Uh, I can't say. I, can't I feel say like we do. there might be some very interested men though. New Orleans is a very accepting area nowadays. I feel like the Venn diagram between Saints fans and women, like the circle that listen to Tuck Rule Takes, I feel like there might be like a half of a person. But in like yeah, by accident. Very, like, well, what we, the fuck is this? We have a decent following in Germany though. So if you can sway one of them to put down do. the sauerkraut and start following the Saints, you have a chance there. We do. That's this is true. Yeah, which is a weird, a weird grouping that we have over there. Yeah. But there. And if you want any oil. German tips, I know all the swears in German, and I know how to say storm gun in German too. So fuck is a storm gun? I don't know. I don't know, but I know how to say it. <laughs> storm gun. I don't know who okay, so someone someone on the Patriots this year is going to get that nickname. I don't know who, Storm I don't know when, <laughs> but Storm Gun is going to be a nickname for someone uh, this year. Um, Dre, are you, are you sticking around for the Patriots talk? Or are you going to dip out and live in your Saints, Saints, um, Saints love for the, for I, the- I, I, I would contribute if I knew anything about it, but I have no idea what's going on. So that's fine. Neither do we, honestly, neither do we kind of with, with what smile was going on. And nod. That's what we do. You're going to leave and we're just going to stare at each other. Be like, yep. Yep. So, um, Dre, thank you for coming on. Thank you for parting your Saints wisdom on us. Um, obviously, if the Saints played the Pats again, we'd want you to come back on for that. But anytime, obviously, you are now a two-time guest, which is, I think there's only been two other people that have been two-time guests. So you are in elite air. So this season, I got to do a three-piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, it'll... It'll happen when when Jameis Winston has his five touchdown five pick game. We're gonna have you back on just Thank to hear you. your reaction about that. So, um, Dre, enjoy your night. Um, go go into that good night with all your positive thoughts about the Saints. Um, like I said, we'll talk to you later this season for sure, sir. Oh yeah, thanks for coming uh, on, Dre. I'll talk to you, Doug. Yeah, uh, one last thing. Liam likes men. <laughs> 
Is that right? Wildly <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> just right? taking a shot at you at the end there. <laughs> Understandable. I hate me too. <sighs> okay. Are you are you ready, sir, to dive into Born this? Um, dive into this draft. So, okay. Um, Patriots, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They made ten picks. Ten picks in this year's draft. Um, let's just, I don't, I mean, we're just gonna, we're just gonna dive into it. I don't think, um, any real rhyme or reason exactly. We're just going to talk about them. Um, do you want to grade each pick or do you want to just talk shit about the pick? Um, I think we should grade each pick. Uh, probably a mix of both, right? Kind of based upon everything. Okay. So, yeah. So we start with a grade and then let the shit fly from there. And then go into it. Okay. So the New England Patriots, first round, they had the 21st pick. Everybody was pumped. Everybody was waiting. Now, I don't know about you. Did you see when it when it said that they were trading out of the first round? I was pissed for a second. I was like, this is the classic, like, bullshit, like, nonsense Patriots. We're going to trade out even though, like, like, everybody is everybody's available, all these players, and they decide to trade back in the first round which is wild, but um, they did though. Did we not they, predict that though? That was kind of did. like our MO. We were like, that all was, right, we know that was they kind don't of, have a first round pick. <laughs> that was kind of like both of our thing, because you said that they would, you said they would trade out of the round. And then I said that they would pick. So they kind of did both. They traded back and then they picked, yep. they traded with the, um, let me see. They sent the Jeez. pick to KC. Um, and who did, who did Kansas city pick? Do you remember? Yeah, McDuffie. The okay. Washington yeah, yeah. Corner. I couldn't. I yeah, I couldn't remember who it was. And again, they picked him, and everybody was like, "That's someone I could have seen on the Patriots." I could have seen so many people on the Patriots. So many people on the Patriots. You know who Dude. I didn't see on the Patriots? Any of these fucking people? Any of them? I watched. Actually, the... except for you, sir. You, you actually no. You know what? Hold on. Will will when I when when we announced the first round pick, yep. you will. What were you gonna say? You were watching what? Oh, you watched. So I was watching Bill Belichick's interview which I don't know why I usually don't watch Bill's interviews because there's never anything to take away from it. It is truly terrible. He looked like he was having an awful time and they're asking him (laughs) all these questions about their first round pick. Everyone's like, starts off their question. Hey, Bill, how are you? Good. And then like, no, hi, nothing. Just good. And then they go right into the question and everything's, I don't know. And then, so they talk about, all right, Bill. So you traded with the chiefs. And they took McDuffie. Is that somebody that you could have seen the Patriots taking? And he goes, well, when you trade a pick, you explore your options and you see, do you want to choose somebody with the pick or do you want to trade it away? So we had options. And if we were going to keep the pick, we had guys we were going to take. And we didn't. So we traded it away. And I was just like, there, there's no meat and bones, meat and potatoes here. There's nothing, nothing, nothing really to say. Like Bill's never nothing. given you anything, and they're picking and prodding. Like, would you have taken McDuffie? You know, he's a, he's a good player. I don't know. We had a couple different know. guys, and he doesn't say yes, doesn't say no. Just I don't know. And he just goes through how mundane the whole thing is. He makes the NFL draft process sound like he's clipping his toenails. He's like, I, don't know, I just, I just did yeah. it. Yeah, 
Yeah, he makes it seem like it, it's like this excruciating thing, this like nonsense, just like it, it, it's like this thing that just gets in the way. What I want to see, I want to see that lady come back and ask him what his New Year resolution was. Yes. That's what I want to see. I'm waiting for her. I'm week one. I want to see her yeah. come back. And I Bill. hope the Patriots, <laughs> I hope, I hope that it is a blowout. I forget who we play week one. I hope it's this crazy thing. Everybody's asking these questions. She's like, Bill, Bill, um, hey. Me again, um, just circling back, what was your New Year's resolution? And I hope it's a win because maybe we might get that cute little smile that Bill does. You yep. know, the little smirk. The little, ah, and then he's like, oh, well, you know, you know, I mean, I always I always want to win. So that's that's kind of what it was. And then, uh, thanks, Bill. She's like, thanks. I was so I've been waiting a year for this, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Now we got it. <laughs> um, but the the Patriots, they traded their pick. Uh, to the Chiefs. Chiefs took McDuffie, whatever. Patriots could have used him. Of course, they could have. The New England Patriots drafted Cole Strange out of Chattanooga and our very own Liam McDade pegged this pick slightly off a little bit because you had them in the fifth round, I believe, right? Yep. So luckily, Cole Strange was available in the, in, in the first mean- round. Crazy, um, just crazy. We crazy really, that he was. We, we made the, he was clearly so sought after. I, so I am, um, I, I'm going to go first on this one. If you, if you will allow me, by all allow means, me hey, I'm the guru that predicted this. So at very least you can go first. I am going to grade. I'm going to grade this pick Cole strange from Chattanooga. This is this is a B pick. The only thing that would have made this an A to me is if he was from Alabama, Oklahoma, somewhere like that. Reason being, this is not blind. First of all, I just want to read you a quote about how he plays. Hey, Cole, what's your style of play? Aggressive and relentless, trying to play nasty, how the game of football is supposed to be played. That quote, that quote almost brought me to completion. I love that out of an offensive lineman. Um, Liam, when the Patriots traded away Shaq Mason for a bag of footballs, yeah, what what happened then? Everybody was saying the Patriots need offensive linemen. The Patriots need an offensive lineman. That is the number one need for this team. But as the offseason went on, as it does, you start to, you know, fall in love with different things. You say, you know, the whole the weapons, the deep threat, the receiver, yep. the number one receiver. The that was the thing. The, you need corners. Uh, you need linebackers. You need this, which I think at the end of this, we'll talk. I think me, you, a lot of people had this entire draft completely wrong with how Belichick sees his team and the draft, <laughs> clearly. Apparently. But I, I just, the pick, obviously, elephant in the room. Was it a reach? What, however you want to define a reach, sure. But was it a need? Did the Patriots need an offensive line? Yes. Were they potentially going to draft Penning or something like that? Most likely. I feel like since they picked him, they probably were going to get Penning, but then the Saints came back up and fucking shysted them. But the the pick itself, I'm looking past the whole reach thing because how I look at the draft, you draft for what you need. It doesn't matter where for the most part, there is still, I mean, like, obviously, you know, you're not going to have like a kicker in like the first, second or third round, fourth round, something like that, but you're drafting. I wouldn't put a pass need. bill at this point. You Yeah. I, I thought he was going to take one in, in day two. I thought he was going to take one, but like, you know, you just kind of, 
you draft with what you need. Bill, he's trying to solidify the offensive line in front of Mac. He grabbed a guy who, you know, people were saying, um, I think the Niners were looking at him potentially in the first round or the second round. Um, there were a couple reports saying, don't let the fact that, you know, Cole Strange from Chattanooga, you know, deter you. If he was from a school like, you know, Alabama, like a school that was more well-known, he probably would have been a first round grade on him or something like that. I like the pick. It's not a flashy pick. Granted, did we want all these other players? Sure. Cole Strange, cool name. Yeah, number 69 as well. So that's a cool uniform. That's a cool jersey. Strange 69. Everybody's going to like that. Offensive Everyone loves line, a Strange 69. Patriots, <laughs> along with along with the good head. Um, Cole Strange, solidify the offensive line. We're ready to go. I'm going B. Just a straight B, not B minus, not B plus. Just a straight up B. Liam, what say you about Mr. Cole, whatever his middle name is, Strange? Oh. All right. So when you were amping me up for this and telling me to get ready for war and whatnot, I figured that would come, you know, like the third, fourth later in the draft. Oh, man, a B? You're giving this dude a B? I'm giving him a B. And I, you know, keep, keep, Will, just, yes, yes, I'm giving him a B. You heard me okay. right. You heard it here first. I, I just want to make sure there wasn't a communication issue here. That was I a mean, B. Christ, I'm giving this a, a, a D, D plus. I, this is not a good pick. Okay, this is not a good pick. You mentioned that if he went to Bama or went to Ohio State or yeah, Michigan any or schools, any yeah. of these, yep, then he would be a higher pick. That's because he'd play better competition. University of Tennessee in Chattanooga isn't fucking playing anyone that's really worth, you know, NFL caliber athletes. Who did and Kyle Duggar play? Okay, I get it, Lenore Ryan, but Kyle Duggar doesn't jump off your screen as some lights out strong safety. But he does okay. now. If, sorry, if we going. can, if if we can redraft, do you take Kyle Duggar in the first round? Well, no, of course not. See, go fuck yourself. Then I'm that right. has nothing to do with it. Keep you know my, what? Give me my, my, Mr. Okay. D so, over here. Okay, there are two players that have been drafted from University of Tennessee and Chattanooga: Cole Strange. And the greatest wide receiver of all time, Terrell Owens. With T.O., it's excusable. Because, Two Hall of Famers. Yeah, okay, both, both. T.O. jumps off the screen as a wide receiver. Jerry Rice went to, like, southern Alabama. If you're dominating lower-level competition at a skilled position, that can translate to the league because you are just so head and shoulders better than everyone else. It's unfathomable. Cole Strange doesn't jump off the screen like that. He is – a huge reach in this position and he has benefits. I don't want to say he's a terrible pick, but until I see him end up as an all pro or one of the Logan Mankins of this offensive line, mm -hmm. this is a D plus pick to me. I think there's potential for this to rise up to a B plus and whatnot. If he ends up being a classic Bill Belichick lineman, but I don't think so. I don't think he's worth a first round pick, even if you trade back and get more from it, which ended up benefiting us in the long run. And I'm sure will more down the line. Mm -hmm. There are so many other guys that are on the board that we wouldn't have had to take skilled positions and cornerbacks so late in the draft, if we could have just used this pick on Andrew Booth or could have used this on somebody else who could have came in and contributed right away, we need offensive linemen. You're right. And this dude can play tackle, guard, center, 
Mm-hmm. He's mostly a guard, but he can do it all. But it's just a gigantic reach. And I can't justify it. I know Bill's always right. And I'm sure he'll make me look like an ass. But as of right now, on May 6th, 2022, the year of our Lord, I think this is a terrible pick. It's a D plus to me, C minus if I'm thinking super fucking optimistically. See, I, so I don't, let me, let me just, let me, uh, your honor, if I could, objection, if I could just ask you a question. You, you would agree that that offensive line, when you have a young quarterback, a second year quarterback is very important, right? Obviously, kind of. I, I, th- I think we've even we've even talked about that. We we've even spoke about that before. So, if and, and you'd also agree that Belichick is. I don't know the exact numbers and everything. He is one of the best in the league at drafting offensive line. Seems like in, in developing them, trading them, linemen on them both the sides of the ball, offense, defense. Bill loves linemen. That's his thing. That's his thing, right? So, I just what are you are you saying? This is a D pick did you say d plus or just a d or d minus d plus just a d D plus plus. okay oh shit we got a plus so are you saying that this is a d plus pick because of where he's drafted or because of the player himself are you are you where he's drafted where he's drafted where he went to school his caliber of play my point is to got drafted because he dominated absolutely smoked like pig roasted these poor defenders Cole didn't do that. He wasn't playing any guys that are going to be NFL caliber players. And he wasn't so locked down against those guys that it's like, oh man, like he really dominated them at an incredible level. It's a lot harder to see that for offensive linemen too. So I very well could just be missing it from what I've seen from him. It's a lot easier to tell with a wide receiver who's just mm-hmm. deep route, deep route, deep route, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. You can, see it. You can, you can yeah. see it. Like you said, it exactly. jumps off the screen. Yeah. With offensive yeah. linemen, it's harder to tell, but it's because of draft position. It's because of where he went to school. It's because of his overall skill set. At some point, like he's versatile. Is that just going to be why we draft everyone? Because he can play all the positions on the offensive line? God damn it. If that's the case, friggin'. I don't, it just, it's obscene. I to get me. it. So I, I get, I get the frustration. Cause, cause honestly, when, when this pick came up, I'm sitting there like, okay, Devin Lloyd, the last name's still on the board. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I know. I got, I got tired of that real fucking quick when it was every goddamn reporter was like, guys, this is a strange pick. And it's like, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like, enough like literally like three minutes into that i was like i'm done i don't yep i get it i get it like it is what it is but like people people were superimposing his head on the dr strange poster too which that was (laughs) fucking hilarious that's awesome but it, it just i looking at who else was there kind of seeing that like if the only other guy looking at how the draft shook out and kind of looking at the team now. And, and again, like this, this opinion might be a little different than what we spoke about before, but I would have wanted them to take a corner in, in this spot. And, and because so, line- or, or a linebacker, both of them that we were thirsting over were all on the board, which is another reason everybody why was on. This, this yeah. is, this is such a bad pick for me because we could have got booth. We could have, I mean, the Kobe Dean ended up going to the third round. I didn't see that one coming, but nobody. Yeah. I don't see anybody. We could have got Lloyd, the other linebacker. We yep. could have got. Yeah. Could have yep. kept and not traded back and got McDuffie, even though I don't think he's that great. No, no, I think I think Booth was the one. So, but with yeah. 
with with the linebacker, and this was something that I kind of I was looking at, and this this goes into what I what I said before we started talking about Cole Strange, um, where it was like I think we like me, you, a lot of people looked at this draft a little bit differently. Everybody, it all of a sudden, a couple months ago, it turned into Patriots need fast linebackers. They need to get they need to get speed, which they did. They drafted for speed in this draft. This was the draft where they got fast on both sides of the ball. Everybody, they just, even fucking Cole Strange, I think, runs like a four six or yeah, some shit like that. So, uh, which again me, means nothing, but still, just they they want to get fast. Looking at the Patriots linebackers, you have Matt Judon, you have yep. Anthony Jennings, Jawan Bentley, um, Hightower is not around. Um, you have Ronnie Perkins coming back, uh, Cam McGrone coming back as well. Um, you have Uche in there. You also have what's his name, uh, Mac Wilson that they got. Um, I, I do you the linebacking room with the people coming off injury. I think we all thought that was a position of need. Looking at it, Belichick obviously doesn't think it is. He he clearly has high hopes for Cam McGrone, who is a faster running, a uh, uh, faster linebacker. By the way, um, I don't know yeah. if he's as fast as Lloyd or whatever, but he is. He fits that mold of being like a fast one. Ronnie Perkins is quick. He's not as fast as McGrone is, but I think Boy. that he is banking on those two to kind of develop and everything. So I feel like everybody, including us going into this draft saying they need to get faster at linebacker. They need to get faster at linebacker. They already did that last year. It just so happens that those rookie players didn't, didn't play. It's a gamble. Of course it is. You know, he's, but Belichick's kind of gambling on himself in that sense where, I mean, granted he would still be gambling on himself even if he drafted a, a linebacker in the first round. But I feel like, Belichick looks at what he has in that linebacker room right now. And I think Mac Wilson said it because they asked him and he was like, I mean, it's kind of, it's a vote of confidence where he sees that where, you know, we're a good, a good linebacking linebacker core. I just feel like he doesn't think it's a big deal. So I, Ronnie Perkins and Cameron Grown better show up this year. If they do, I think that's going to make this first round pick look even better in tandem with Cole Strange working out too. You know, now again, if Perkins and McGrone don't pan out, Strange is still good, nothing crazy, crucify Belichick. But if Ronnie Perkins and Cam McGrone work out and Mac Wilson plugs in play and, you know, Jawan Bentley fills his role, Anthony Jennings comes back healthy, all that stuff, I I don't think the only other player that you would want the Patriots to draft you would probably be a corner. They weren't going to take receiver in the first round. Yeah. I feel like no. Belichick probably still has PTSD. Do you think he's a day there. one starter? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. A, a thousand percent. I think he is. Yep. Yep. I think he is. And I, uh, maybe that might just be because he's, I mean, you can put who Cam Fleming, like you can put other people in there if you want, but I just, I think he is going to come in there. He's going to start. He'll probably prove it in the preseason and then he'll be good to go. And I think it it's a shitty position for him because no matter how good he does, you're not going to hear his name until he makes a mistake. Yeah. And then that's yeah. when it's going to be like, this is the guy that, you know, he, he's going to give up a sack in yeah. week two. Oh, yeah. week That's how I'm the most inglorious position. And, and yeah, he's going to have that. And I'm sure that same week, McDuffie's going to have a pick. Booth is going to have a pick. Lloyd is going to have three sacks, like all this shit. And it's just going to be the perfect storm of shit. But I looking at that, it just, I wish they would have drafted a corner. But I've seen this team play when they don't have good offensive line play. We saw it last year. We see it all the time. And it was terrible. Assuming strange, strong argument. Assuming strange comes in here and kind of pans out, 
the only thing that you can hate is that this is a reach, but it's a reach to who, if, if the team got the guy they wanted and the guy that they wanted pans out and produces, is it really a reach? I mean, is it one of those things that maybe you missed out on someone else? Maybe you didn't, but again, you don't like, you just, you can't even look at like, I, I keep bringing up Booth's name. Cause that's the guy that we were speaking about. Yeah. We were talking about, but if you see Booth kind of, you know, show out this year, you have no idea if he would have had those same numbers on the Patriots, the same defense. Yes. It, it, it's such a weird thing to talk about the draft too. Cause like, you just don't know how these guys are going to pan out. But I just, I think that offensive line is so important did we want other people? Did we want more flashy names? Sure. But building your team from the inside out is a proven, uh, a proven good thing to do. That's how you build a team with a young quarterback with young things like that. So I like it. I'm going B still. Um, so to justify plus, my spot, if, if he makes a pro bowl, uh, yeah, a pro bowl or uh, two pro bowls or an all multiple. pro one single all pro selection, then I think it's worth it because obviously then he's a stud and he's locking. He had been yeah. locking it down for years to get to those accolades. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, I think I think that's a good. I mean, a first round pick for an offensive lineman. I think that's a good. Like it might seem like a high bar, but I feel like that's a good expectation to have. You want to see him make All Pro or or Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, All Pro, whichever one you want. I like All Pro better. Pro Bowls. Sometimes people sneak in there, but not really for offensive linemen. But either way, one of those things I think he has to make a couple That's the thing of with Pro Bowl, it's a reputation thing. So if he has the reputation and makes the Pro Bowl, then I'm like, all right, then yeah, people think he's good enough. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So I think if if he does make that, if he does make an all pro, we'll just say all pro. Will you will you kind of rectify your grade there? Will you bump it yeah. up a little bit? I mean, I, I said it's a D plus with room to grow into like a B plus, mm -hmm. like it, it's yeah. a wildly wide range range here. And it sounds like I'm trying to cover my own ass, but <laughs> right. It's a gigantic reach. So until he proves to me that he got a diamond in the rough and built from the little he spoke in the interviews, he seemed pretty convinced that strange wasn't going to be there after their pick. Very, so very was, convinced. Yeah. He seems like yeah. this was like, yeah. They needed so this. maybe he's onto something that we aren't. And maybe this dude ends up being the next Jonathan Ogden and locks it down. But until I realize that he's picking a diamond in the rough here, I don't like it. Why would I? I haven't seen anything that warrants this guy's going to be a staple in the middle of our offensive line for years to come. He's under underutilized in a small school. Yeah, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying. It's just I just see offensive line is so important. If this guy pans out, which I got to think he does, Belichick is the O-line whisperer. I think this is good. If you don't hear his name that much this year, that's a success. In, yeah. In, in my yep. eyes. I um, hope I don't hear a fucking thing about him. I mean, this, this was the pick, though, that I feel like if the Patriots picked anybody else in the first round, the, the entire view of this draft would be completely different. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Completely different. Because this set a tone going forward. It, it did. This is yep. a reach draft. Yep. Yeah, because even and God, I feel like we're going to keep talking about reach and it's just I I get it. And like, you know, I know because sometimes, you know, you're always like, oh, God, they picked that person here. But 
if the person if the person shows up for the team, I don't know what whatever. But Cole Strange, very strange pick. Um, <laughs> but it just I, I fucking I I hate that. But anyway, okay. So next pick, second round, fiftieth uh, pick in the draft. The Patriots drafted wide receiver out of a Baylor, Tyquan Thornton. Um, I'll let you go first here. What do you think of Mr. Tyquan Thornton? C. Flat out C. C. Yep. Oh. He, pa- he passes my class just by the skin on his teeth. Oh, God. why? Why? Explain, okay. explain, explain yourself, sir. Do you know who Darius Slayton is? Yes. Yep. The wide receiver yep. for the Giants. Yep. yep. These guys are the exact same person. The oh, don't say that. Please person. don't say they that. Are. They oh. are. He, he is a number three option. Number two at best. His ceiling is he's a number two wide receiver. Skinny frame, just like Chris Olave when we talked to Dre earlier. Mm-hmm. I think they are the same frame wise where they have to play the Z wide receiver where they're not, you know, running Julian Edelman type routes there, just go down the field, make plays on the ball, but he struggles with even high pointing the ball. He doesn't get in and out of cuts. Well, he really is just kind of a one trick pony, go down the field, catch it. And he didn't jump off the screen wildly at Baylor fastest wide receiver in the combine. If that means anything, John Ross was the fastest player ever. And he, didn't amass a thousand yards receiving mm-hmm. in his whole career. So he, he's terrible. So with him, I just have too many doubts. I think he could be good. Can Mac Jones get the ball downfield to him? I believe he can. I believe mm-hmm. Mac Jones has a underrated arm and people are shitting on the fact that can Mac Jones even get it to him? He'll throw it five yards short. <laughs> Fuck you. That's not the problem. Mac Jones can get so the stupid. ball wherever he wants. He can teleport the ball to him 60 yards downfield if he wants to. My Mac point Jones is, is good. He is. He's really fucking good. Jesus. Will this guy be knocked off his route if he's running a straight line is he going to get bumped at the line and knocked either out of bounds or off his route and the timing is going to be off when he's downfield he's not going to be as deep as he's supposed to be the safety can pick it off he's an exceptional deep threat he's a great athlete he's fast but as a wide receiver i'm not crazy about it i don't think he's going to get much playing time and if he can learn behind guys like Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, Nellyville, and eventually take Nelly's place on this team after his contract's up in a year as that kind of lanky speedster. I think there's a role for that, but that's that's the extent of it with this guy. He he just passes my class. He's a C's average, I guess. C's it's like, yeah, he's there. Cool. You're gonna hate my my grade for this absolutely hate it um actually no 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 you're not i i actually kind of hate my grade for this and i don't i don't know why i'm gonna say this grade i i want to like it more this is a d to me whoa like okay like listen i've gone back and forth on this i the, the reason, the only reason that I have him as a D is because in the second round, I, 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 I just feel like this team, and it, it goes back to what I think 
the Patriots need to draft. Like, like you use the draft to draft for what you need. The Patriots yep. right now have Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Moore. Those are those are your four receivers. Yes. Why are you drafting a receiver in the second round? That is the and, only, unless he's game breaking. Then I that is the it. only reason that I have him as a D because the player himself, guy runs a four two eight. Um, I get what they're saying. That speed doesn't quite translate to the field, but he is still very fast. Um, he he gets. He can get separation. He does. I saw people say he has smaller hands and small wrists. Like this is what where this is a weird one. I don't get that one. But. I I saw that like almost immediately after they drafted him. I was like, this is what we're gonna criticize. The dude has small wrists. People are drawn. Like, drawn what the hell? There now. It, like I said, I have. It's it's very weird. I feel like this to maybe how you are with the Cole Strange pick, where this to me is a D strictly because I don't think the Patriots needed a receiver. I have no idea yeah. what you do now you have. So like, does this, does this kid just redshirt his first year and hardly play? Basically. Does this mean that Nelson Aguilar is being traded, which I know you would hate. Does this mean that because you, you just don't signed Devonte Parker. So you yeah. have to think Devonte Parker, but just for the sake of doing it, wide receiver one, Jacoby yeah. Myers, you, you, you have him for this year. You know, you gave him the tender, whatever it was. He said, you'll pro- hopefully sign him again, you know, moving forward for a few more years, whatever. So you have those two. Kendrick Bourne seems to have his neat, his little, you know, pocket in this offense. He's not really your gimmick guy, but he's your quick speed screens, jet sweeps, yep. kind of streak down the field if you Big want. jet sweeps guy. So I'm t- if, if he doesn't get at least two jet sweeps a game, the Patriots are going to lose. It's, it's scientifically proven. science. Perfect. You, so does he, does Aguilar get traded, which I think that more and more that might actually happen because the Patriots need, need cap space right now. Um, like what, what happens? It just seems like you, like if you're going to take a player for a room where you have an embarrassment of riches and riches is subjective, but if, where you have an embarrassment of riches, do it on defense. Do it in the linebacking like room yeah. if you want. Do why? Kobe D another, is still on the board. Take another offensive lineman. Like what? Yep. I don't care. I, I, I guess. Know. I guess the thing with Kobe Dean, he might not even play this year. Why? That's like people. I don't know. People were saying like there's there's questions <sighs> around the league that he may not play this year. Don't tell me that. So I don't. I don't. Maybe that's so why upset. the Pats kind of stayed away from. Him. I don't know. I like him. Tyquan Thornton. I want him to be that game breaker. Like Matt Groh said from the Patriots, he said that like, you know, he, he loves his speed. They have faith in him. So they are the way they're talking about him. They're going to use him, but I just don't, I don't see how or where or when like, it just seems like you have a crowded room to use a second round pick. Like when just other, like you could have took a corner, like, I, I just yeah it, that that was a big thing for me too. This is a, a reach because I think he would have been there in the third, maybe even, the fourth. Even if he wouldn't be, because like you know, like yeah. the everybody was taking runs on receivers. I don't like. Let's just say he wasn't going to be there. I get it. The Patriots wanted their guy, and I know it sounds like I'm kind of talking contradicting myself when I was with the Cole Strange pick. It's not even that this is a reach. Like if the Patriots wanted to take him in the second round, and they didn't have a stocked room of receivers, I'd be fine with it. It's strictly yeah, the they fact that they, there. yeah, that is the reach part to me that like, if you want to get into that argument, that's where I'm like, why are you taking 
this guy. Like I, the, the, the guy himself, I think he's going to do well. I hope he does well. If he gets playing time, he's fast. I've been saying the Patriots need a fuck this number one receiver shit. They need, yeah, we need speed. fast for they a need while. Fast people. Yeah, they I'm need fast there. people on offense, fast people on defense, because if, if Thornton shows up in kind of, develops into anything that opens up this offense that kind of loosens the the defense a little bit um definitely but it's it's just the fact that they took a player for a position where they didn't seem to need anything at that position you know that's why i liked the cole strange pick because you have a hole in the offensive line if you want to take guy in the first round that shows that you have a lot of faith in him you love the guy this one just made me go Okay, like game breaking speed, all that stuff. Awesome. Yeah, it's but it's buzzwords why? that you really like. You're like, cool, he's fast. Yeah, wrists. And then, yeah, and at the moment, like I was kind of hyped up for it. I'm like, sweet, like we got we got a fast wide receiver, the fastest yep. in the draft. And yep. I remember watching his film. I was like, all right, I like this dude. But then, like you know, the draft ends and you settle in, and you're like, all right, so what's the season looking like? And you're like, okay, well, right now he's the fifth string wide receiver i don't yeah i don't know if somebody gets hurt and he he bumps up to fourth it's a nice insurance policy i guess but it must just be like a long-term thing the only way i can rationalize it is obviously they're not bringing nelly back after his contract is up i think that's kind of a given unfortunately yeah it's gonna be a tough pill for me to swallow so when he's gone after next year that's when this dude will step in and take that role but that's about the only thing I can I can expect from him. He's not a domineering wide receiver where he's gonna dictate from day one. I think he's he will have like one or two splash plays in the preseason, but he won't have a Ramondre Stevenson type preseason no. that forces us to play him because nope. Stevenson probably wasn't gonna get much playing time until he ran for four touchdowns in two games in the preseason and then they were like all right well this dude's sick he's got to play yeah. i'm not expecting that from this guy at all so yeah no it, it's a, it's a it's a weird th- this is one of the ones where i don't even it's not him being taken in the second round like i said isn't the issue it's just the, everything you said where it's just i i don't get it i'm excited about it yeah but i just wish that like it wasn't like what it it like I don't know I don't I want him but like I I don't want to deal with like wanting to see him because now I can just see it like we're gonna want to see him but then like people are gonna have to either not play or get hurt and it's gonna yeah. be like well why I, is it it's like I want to see him play but I'm not gonna give up any of Nelson Aguilar snaps I don't want to give up any of Kendrick Bourne's hell no certainly. We just traded for Devontae Parker, who's supposed to be our go-to guy, the number one wide receiver. So there's no scenario where he, unless he's hurt, he's going to be on the field. And which, he, might, which he very well may be hurt. So. He will. You know, he might tear his ACL for the 17th time. And then Jacoby yep. Myers is a, a staple of this offense that isn't going anywhere, maybe ever. He might just become Brian no. Hoyer. I hope, I, hope, I hope he becomes the Brian Hoyer slash Julian Edelman ends up staying. So I don't – it's yep. just I wish, I wish I could like this pick more. And honestly – up until today, coming into this, I was like, yeah, I love this guy. But I was like, what is holding me back? It's the fact that we have four quality wide receivers right now. But And yeah. now you have a second round pick who you would assume is going to play. 
like unless there, there's really no injury with him coming into this season, so he's gonna play unless he gets hurt in the preseason. Like I don't, I don't know. I I, I like him. I just don't. I I don't like him. So I don't know. Yeah, that's that's I'm not my crazy grade. about him. Yeah, yeah. No, my grade, my grades, my grades a D. What'd you say? C minus, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I said C. Flat out C. C. Okay, flat out C. So, all right. Um. Now, next third round pick, eighty fifth pick overall. Houston, Marcus Jones. This one to me is easy. This is an A. Easiest, easiest thing in the world for me. This guy, let me tell you about Mr. Marcus Jones. You spoke about versatility earlier. The definition of versatility. Corner. He can play receiver. He had six return touchdowns last year. Guy can do everything. This is is the player that you plug in. This is the Patriot. I love this pick. I love Everything about it. I love that his name is Marcus Jones. Now you have Mac Jones. You have Marcus Jones. There's another Jones coming in after after this pick that we'll talk about. I love this. I don't. The Patriots needed to replace their kick returning since Gunner's gone. You did that. You have a corner. Uh, I mean, every everything I saw says that Marcus Jones is a good man-to-man coverage guy. Love it. Love it. I could not. I think this might be. Let me take a look. This might be my favorite pick in the draft. A, easy A. You seen that movie? This is the movie, easy A. Better get used to it. Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones, Malcolm Butler, Jalen Mills. I'm not going to say Jawan Williams' name. Jonathan Jones. Jonathan Jones. Marcus Jones. We got a fucking other Jones after this. Keeping up with the Joneses. That's what people are going to say. I was I was thinking you were gonna go somewhere else with that where you were like Marcus Jones, Malcolm X, and you were just gonna start naming off <laughs> influential people, and I was like, ah, no, I, no, I no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that smart, I'm not that smart. But yeah, Marcus Jones, this is an A to me. The guy can do. I mean, not only you, you technically drafted for two positions here. You got a kick returner and you got a corner. Definitely gonna start. I would assume. However, they do the starting with corners, depending on what the defense is that week. This is an A easiest a you could possibly give i feel like you don't share my sentiment with young marcus aurelius jones i don't know if that's his name but it sounds like it should be. i don't think so. it is uh do you remember aurelius ben by the way he he was a patriots wide receiver number 17 no. aurelius ben he he barely played for the patriots he was mostly on the box doesn't matter cool name um Marcus Jones. Peace up, A-Town down. Let's go. Double A. Come on. Come with me on this right. Liam, let yourself let yourself love, buddy. Let yourself love. Hey, hey, hey. And the crowd starts to chant. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, you Liam McDay, McDay, a. You are a sandbagging son of a bitch. That's what you are. Give it to him. It's a fucking a. This dude's the, oh, the best. Yes, the, 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 this the best. This is the best player the Patriots took in their entire draft. Oh, I thought you were and, going different with that. 
everything you said took the words right out of my mouth. Best returner in the draft, best player in the past draft class, a big hitter, exceptional athlete, unbelievable in multiple positions, can you know I, I said he's a stellar athlete if you want to take the reach and say he can play offense fuck he probably can let's get wild yep great great ball skills that still sounds weird to say out loud but he yes. he has them and uh houston's defense like it, it wasn't locked down it wasn't crazy that whole conference doesn't really play a whole lot of defense but him as an individual stood out big time this is a stellar pick. It, it is absolutely an A for me, a resounding A, A across the board. This is the pick I fell the most in love with. Damn, damn right. Did we just become best friends? Yes, we did. Oh, this, ow, fucker. That, this is a seat. Look, you're getting too I'm, excited. You're hurting yourself. I'm holding a needle. So when I, I, when I hit the desk, I stab myself. Oh, well, that, that's not, why, why are you doing that? What are you, knitting over there? Of course, knit one, yeah. pearl two, knit one, I, pearl I, two. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know how any pick. He's a third round pick, so it's not, not too high to where he has crazy expectations, not yep. too low to where it's like, oh, I don't think he's going to do anything. It's the perfect round, third round. He comes in, no one's going to expect him to, you know, play like Darrell Revis or McDuffie or Booth or anybody like that just to bring names or, you know, uh, Elam or whatever his name was from Florida. It's just, this guy's going to come in. He's going to be the guy. The things I saw, the words I saw with him about how he is a returning kicks, he is elite. He is gifted. When you call someone gifted at anything. It's a buzzword my my spidey senses start to tingle i expect i don't know over under two touchdown two kick return touchdowns whether it's a punt or a kick i'm going over has to be has to that's be. a tough one for me that's gifted 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 i like that I word know. i i heard electric is the word i heard fucking throw it in there throw it in the pot stir it up and you know what you get Marcus Jones. That's what you get. I think this is, this is a good pick. Um, I'm still not over you giving Cole strange a D I still don't, I still don't like that, but you know, we'll, we will, we will move past it, I guess. Um, okay. So next, Hold on. Pick. do you have a, do you have a pro comparison for Marcus Jones by any chance? I was just curious. I, I don't, th these are usually a crapshoot. I was just curious. I don't. Do you have? Do you have one? I do. Who? Patrick Peterson. I fucking love that. Super bold. Super bold. Like, like the thing I do while watching the Super Bowl is that's what this is. It's a super bold comparison. But the return games there. Patrick Peterson yep. played offense. He's yep. played offense in the league in college. Great corner. I, it's something about it just just screams pp dude if Never he mind. if he if he grows into a patrick peterson type corner this is this will i don't care what cole strange does or how many touchdowns type true one has, yeah marcus jones will be the best pick of this draft that would be i think you i think amazing. he already definitively will be the best pick of this draft i hope so i mean i i i hope so it's just i I'm glad we were both in agreement there because it was a bit of a battle up until that point. I thought I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna go the opposite way. I was like, this motherfucker 
is I thought you were too. So when you came out, because I was like, I love him. I adore him. I was like, shit. You, I and had, then, I, and then you were talking about him. You took all my lines. I was like, he, you're right. Yes, he is. <laughs> right, he, absolutely. Right. And you're just going time. through. I'm like, check, check, check. I'm like looking at all my points as they disappear. I'm like, yeah, you sandbagging son of a bitch. You nailed it. I had nothing. There, there's nothing bad to say about this because, and it's cool because he's a third round pick. So even if he does kind of flame out, has like one good year, another good year, whatever, it's still a third round pick. People aren't going to be, he's in the perfect position. People aren't going to expect too much from him. Yeah. But they're going to expect. Hell, he, he might not some, even get some serious playing time right away. No. Friggin' Butler, Mills. Jones, Jonathan like, Jones is back. The other Jones. This is just if he blows be... up in camp, then he will. If he doesn't, then they'll wean his way in. Imagine if he gets cut in camp. That's gonna really suck. Oh my god, that'd be real I would awkward. hate that. Yeah, I would hate that. But so if he if he turns into anything like Patrick Peterson, I am gonna be even more in on Marcus Jones, MJ, yeah. our own resident, I'll buy, I'll resident buy his jersey MJ. in every variation: the home, the away, the color rush, the red ones, the new, the new throwbacks. Which aren't new, but man, when those throwbacks come out, that team, oh my god, that that's an I oxymoron. Cannot, the new throwbacks, the new throwbacks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Patriots had three fourth round picks, they had 121, 127, 137. This got excessive. Were, I didn't know they were all that that close. Okay, so yeah. first one, I'll let you take it here. They got cornerback Jack Jones. Jack Jones. So you got Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, Jonathan Jones, and then Mac Jones. Yeah. There's a lot put of them, Joneses. Put it, Keep it up I with the Joneses. This could be uh, yeah, see, there it is. Look at that. This is this is the plan. Belichick is gonna have all of these fuckers on the field at the same time. Yeah. I feel like the goal is gonna be just to confuse everybody. The pass is batted up in the air by Jones and picked off by Jones. They're not even going to know. The, the defense yeah. is going to be like, which one do I cover? I don't I don't know. Great pressure by Jones as the quarterback drops it back. The Tosses to Jones. Jones. Jones tips it. Oh, he's got, he's got Jones blocking. Jones down to three. Jones, down. Jo- Jones pitches it to Jones, who jumps in for the touchdown. Yeah, yeah and look at that. It's a big Joe, all four of them. Jones, Jones squared in the end zone. Um, but yeah, they got Jack Jones from Arizona state. Um, what, what do you think about this pick? First, fourth round pick one twenty-one. is, see, I, I kicked the tires on this idea and I, I wasn't exactly sure of what draft grade I wanted to give him. I'm going to land flat out with another C here. This guy is an absolute animal but not for the reasons that you would want on your football team. He originally went to USC, but flunked out. I feel Mm -hmm. that. And you feel that even more so uh, (laughs) because I I finished school. And um, so he went to where all dropouts, burnouts and shitheads go, Arizona State. And from there, he was arrested for breaking and entering a good old B&E. Everyone's got a mix in a B&E every once in a while. He decided that the place that would be his victim would be a Panda Express. We've all been there. Panda I mean, Express I get is it. great. Love yep. Panda. It, it was at three in the morning, too. So there's not a doubt in my mind that he was inebriated. Very sober. Was, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Certainly. Uh, <laughs> certainly was sober. But. There's a huge upside here. If he if he cannot be a shithead, like I this is just like my Cole Strange pick where I'm gonna put an amendment on this. I have him as a C with the ability to bump up to a B. I think 
he can be absolute ceiling cleans up his act and fully gets dedicated in the Patriot way and whatnot. Do you remember Brandon flowers? Of course I do. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. So, so he, Brandon flowers is always a player that I look fondly on probably a lot better than he actually was. Cause in my mind, he was a top five corner ever, but in real life, he probably was just outside <laughs> of the top five. Um, just but outside. I, yep. I can see this guy becoming a Brandon Flowers type corner four years to come if everything goes correctly. Like one of the extremely solid can lead a cornerback room. One of those guys, the potential's there. He was originally going to USC, which is a big time program. Didn't work out that way, but he has all the measurements. He's just kind of a shithead, which I'm a shithead. So I relate with that. I like the dude as a person. I even like his antics and I like his play, but you know, after the few times that the Patriots have taken a swing on a couple criminals and it didn't work out so hot, I, yeah. I got to proceed with <laughs> caution here. So I, I gave him a C with room to grow to a B, B plus even if he can max out that Brandon flowers potential. He's a, he's a B plus in my eyes. He'll be a solid corner for five years or so. Keyshawn Johnson said that he is one of the best cover corners in the draft. Um, the describe him as sticky. That was the word sticky, which I, that I love when they describe corners as sticky. I'm like, I yeah, fucking love that. Cause like, to me, like Darrell Rebus ultimately sticky, sticky like sticky very sticky, like rolled around very. in honey when he woke up in the morning, sticky. And just, yeah. Yeah. Honey. Yes. Very sticky. Um, but, is and then what's sticky? this guy? I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think I don't. Why? Why does everybody think that it is? It's ma- let's go with maple syrup. Rolls around maple, maple syrup. syrup. Maple syrup is sticky, is sticky as shit. Sticky have you ever spot. have you ever eaten a pancake? And then all of a sudden, like for an for hours later, you're just there's you're sticky. Your fingers nah, are sticky for some reason. Oh, maybe it's just me. I don't I don't really eat pancakes. I have eaten straight ma- maple syrup. That's even that's that's weirder than you being an Eagles and a Patriots fan. You just sit there and weirder, just weirder sip. than the fact that I've never had a pancake. Sip on syrup. That is even. How have you never had a pancake? I'm a waffle have you had a waffle? Sir. Okay, yeah. but okay, then I'll, I'll I give you. Sides. I I'll sides. give. Yeah, no, I get it. It's like Red Sox Yankees. You gotta, you gotta pick yeah. one. So I get it. Um, I chose the Sox. Eric Galco, um, who I guess is was the shine the Shrine Bowl director of football operations, said. Yeah. Um, they are getting, he said, Patriots fans, you've got a steal of a player in Jack Jones, one of the best pure man cover corners in the 22 draft. That's all I needed. All Big I needed dog. was that. Big I dog. think this, this is the rare instance where I think the Patriots had two back-to-back A picks. I'm going, I think this is, Big this brace. guy, this guy is going to be the one where, People were comparing him to J.C. Jackson, where J.C. Jackson kind of fell yes, because I did that. of that. But J.C. Jackson, another sticky corner, another, you know, maple syrup yeah. corner, um, not honey corner, maple syrup no. corner. Maple syrup. I think yeah. the duo of the Joneses, the Jones squared, Jones to the second power, the second degree. I love this pick. I love when the Patriots pick people or just when anybody comes around. It's like the only reason this player fell was because of some off the field stuff, you know, okay. This guy got hungry, robbed a Panda express, a little bit of a dickhead yep. outside of that. But I, I love this pick. 
I think that he's not obviously not as versatile as you know our other boy Marcus Jones. No, but certainly not. I, this just I I'm very happy. I'm very happy about Jack yep. Jones, Marcus Jones going in there with I'm Jonathan satisfied. Jones. That's the word if I would you, use for me. I'm satisfied. If you have a defensive back of Jonathan Jones, Jack Jones, Marcus Jones. I fucking love that. The synergy yeah. is yeah. off the there, charts. There's a nickname. There's like a nickname there, like Legion of Boom, but something with Joneses. There's there's a nickname there somewhere for that group. Yeah, yeah. Keeping up yeah, with the no. Joneses is the only one I could think of. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I can't think of anything cooler. Like like keeping up with the Joneses doesn't like roll the, off the tongue. You need like a Legion the, of the Boom. Jo- the Jones the brothers. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are three of them. The Jones brothers. Yeah, but that uh, I don't know. I don't. Well, we will. We. We'll, the Jones we'll Ass it. Brothers. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jones stupid, Ass Brothers. Stupid, stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love this. Everybody, you know, everybody who knows this guy, other than his off the field shit, they're saying the Patriots got a guy. The thing that I like about this is that he is. A, the people are saying he's a lockdown corner. That's what I like. I get the versatility. You want fast corners. You want ones that can cover in zone. You want ones that can do this X, Y, and Z. All that fun stuff. A cover corner, a man corner, you that is still valuable. Even in the day and age where you know defense is, you know, hit or miss. A lot of defenses don't even play man that much. I think Jack Jones is going to be a very good. I don't know. I think if if we're gonna say that Marcus Jones is the best pick, I think Jack Jones is right there at the second pick. Yeah. And that friend, that's saying a lot. Yeah, I think he has the ability if he, you know, doesn't act like a dickhead. Exactly. Yeah. Of, of course. And that's kind of, I, cause I was thinking about doing that too, but I'm kind of just going to assume that they hit where I think they're going to hit. Yeah. And honestly, if we're, if we're going Marcus Jones is one Jack Jones is two, given how much I like the Cole strange pick he's third right now. Patriots right now having a pretty damn good draft in yep. my eyes, in my eyes, they are, but who knows? Um, next guy. Did you have, if you, what the fuck just happened? Um, if you could, do you have any, any comparisons with Jack Jones, any corners? Um, trying to think know. of corners who are criminals. No, I, no, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, like how they describe him. Uh, no, I don't want to say Richard Sherman because Richard Sherman was more of a, was more of a physical kind of like beat him down guy. Oh, I thought you were going to go the whole wife beater thing when he chased his wife around. I was, I was thinking about it. He he probably went to Panda Express after that. I mean, Panda Express is a good choice. Um, Six picks later, Patriots had another one, round four, pick one twenty-seven, running back Pierre Strong Jr. from South Dakota State. Um, I think we we both had them drafting a running back, didn't we? Or or at least yeah. we, we thought that they might draft a running back, right? We both had them drafting a running back because that's the most Patriots thing to do. Little do we know it'd be two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, which is which yeah, I didn't think that they would be that they would take two either. Um, but yeah, they did they took him in the fourth, they took another one later. We'll talk about that. But um, this guy though, I believe he is the one where they said that he is the the third down the um the third down back right let me see no uh, but he's fat that okay yeah that's the other guy this guy he's fast as shit that's what he is this guy is yeah. fast too um 
I mean, he runs a four three seven. I don't. I, I, and, and I guess everything that, that I've been seeing, unlike Taekwon Thornton, which is a little bit different, but he actually plays at that speed too. Like with yeah, the pads and everything. He plays really fast. Yeah. So Pierre Strong, what a name. I like it. Cause he's definitely, uh, he's a hard runner too. Beyond just yep. being fast, he's a hard runner. I like this mm-hmm. dude a lot. Most carries in the nation of 15 or more yards. And that was he had 30 carries of 15 or more yards. I yeah, 30 carries of 15 or more. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Love that. Love that. A lot of numbers, a lot of numbers right there. But the thing is, he doesn't catch the ball like at all. They did not throw. This is a very run heavy system. This Mm -hmm. is uh South South Dakota. That's this guy, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. They were very just pound the ball, run it a lot. So he got a lot of touches, a lot of experience, but I I swear he caught like three passes or something ridiculous like that. He did not touch the ball through the air a lot, which is fine. Patriots – name me a time Damian Harris has caught the ball. I mean, very, very, very rarely. I mean, he – Exactly. They yeah. bring in James White or Ramondre Stevenson for that. So this dude's kind of perfect, especially – and because they drafted two wide receivers here – I think I nailed this prediction again. Damian Harris is not going to be here either mid-season uh, or after this season. I think it's a given. Now it's a layup, a slam dunk, a gimme. I nailed hate it. that because I hate it because I love Damian Harris. Um, I will I will go for it. this one, and I'm not I'm not going to give this one an A. This one to me, this is a B. I'm going to give it a solid B because. Yeah. I he he. I had him at a B like, minus, so I'm basically the same thing. Yeah, so here we go. God, I wish we. I knew we weren't going to disagree on this one. He yeah. he is going to take the spot of Damian Harris. So seeing that he doesn't, you know, catch the ball that much, didn't really bother me too much because it's like yeah. you, you know you have JJ Taylor he's a role running back. Yeah, so I mean he's going to be there with Ramondre Stevenson. He's he can run. You know, I, I guess the issue is that you know if the hole doesn't completely open up for him, he has issue finding it. I mean, who doesn't have some yeah. issue finding the hole here and there? But <laughs> I, I think I think eventually he will grow into that, just like most running backs do. He might not even play this year. To be honest, he might have the Ramondre Stevenson. And I don't the think Damian there's a Harris. chance he plays. I don't think he plays at all. Unless there's an injury or Damian Harris gets yeah. traded midseason, I don't think there's a chance. I think that him and the another running back we'll talk about that they took. I think that they redshirt this year. I don't think either one of them play. I think if anything, maybe he has a chance to play more than the other one. But yeah, I think this is more of a more of a future pick. Um, I yeah, I like it. I, I don't think there's anything. There's really nothing negative. That I can say about this. I, they need the Patriots. It's again, you're drafting for a position of need. They need a running back. Damian Harris is in the last year of his contract. You're most likely not going to re-sign him because he's going to get a very big contract from someone. Um, I mean, possibly, I, I feel like he might get a big contract from the Cowboys because Zeke Elliott is going to be gone. But I think this guy is going to take over for Damian Harris. This would be, you added a, at a B minus, you said, Nothing wrong with this. Nothing wrong with this pick. Love it. Um, oh, God. Look at this. Liam, again, with the volume, bro. Look at you. You're on. Wait, no. I muted you. Oh, my God. I don't even know why I muted you. I feel bad now. 
Oh, wait, hold on. It's say there it is. Okay. Did you mute yourself? Oh, maybe. Ding dong. So, yeah, because I was doing this. See, this this is what see, this is why we can't have nice things. Look, we're we're yeah. in the middle of talking, we're almost through the draft. You're over Ridiculous. here muting yourself. Uh Pierre Strong. Yeah, good, no, I was all good, in on that. That slit it's like easy pick. It's a layup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next pick, 10 picks later. Um Billy Zapka. Billy Zappy. Western Kentucky. Liam, what do you think of this pick? I quarterback, by the way. Quarterback. Yep. Quarterback. An NFL so, quarterback. Seeing as this is our franchise cornerstone in the future of our franchise, I gave him a strong B plus. Why? Because it's expound. The, it's it's the cornerstone of our franchise. I mean, realistically, Brian Hoyer is going to be on this team for probably only another 27 years or so. So there is an end in sight with Brian Hoyer. Jared Stidham, I think, is long gone. So it's about time we bring in another quarterback. Heaven forbid something stupid happens to Mac and he gets hurt. I don't want Brian Hoyer, you know, stepping in and leading our team multiple weeks. I think he'd do okay, but this guy can do a little better than okay. He's basically Mac Jones 2.0. Not a crazy athlete, but he can run. Not a crazy arm, but he can throw. Takes care of the ball, doesn't turn it over. Can fit the ball into tight spaces and put curves on it. I uh, I just like the pick. It's insurance in a position that we're going to be losing people sooner rather than later. Fire me up on Billy Zappi. Bailey Zappi. I keep saying it because I keep thinking of Billy Zapka from uh, the Karate Kid. I was watching that last night. Yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 yeah. I wanna, I wanna say that too. It doesn't. It, it, it rolls off the tongue more. Billy, Billy yeah. Zappi, as opposed to yeah, Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, he should change the name. But um, yeah, this is an F for me. Um, I fucking hate this pick. Um, I wanted to give it a D. The only reason I almost <laughs> gave it a D was yeah. because the Patriots had three fourth round picks. So it's like, ah, you know what? You waste one. I don't. What? No, I, I, everything you said was right. Uh, Brian Hoyer is 37 years old. I mean, he'll eventually yeah. retire and take a, co- take a position in the coaching staff for the Patriots. I'm sure. But yep. what do you, what with, we, we always talk about how Belichick finds these, the, these are the rounds where Belichick cooks. In the fourth, yes, the fifth round, definitely. the third round here and there, sixth round around there. You draft a quarterback, which yep. if if we're all because obviously we all understand that Mac Jones firmly entrenched as the starting franchise quarterback moving forward for however long he wants to be, as long as he's good. Why are like why this to me is a waste of a pick. I, I know why. I get. I get that you need a back. I understand that backups are important. I I do get that. But did you need to waste a fourth round pick on one, Liam? Did you? Did yes, you? Yes, you did. Because Why? you expect the unexpected in this league. Heaven forbid a horrible injury befalls Mac Jones. We need to pick up, dust ourselves off, just like a man who gets fresh into a breakup and he you know you can cry and linger around and suck on your thumb for a little bit but eventually you got to pick yourself up 
dust yourself off, tell yourself that you're going to the gym the next day and drink yourself into oblivion. And that is what the Patriots would have to do if Mac Jones gets hurt. With Bailey Zappi, they can do that. He's not a franchise quarterback, not a cornerstone, but he is a good bridge, a fill-in, something to keep you afloat. He's a plug for the boat that has leaks in it. And if anything, he's a decent insurance policy in a very weak quarterback draft. This dude could end up being one of the better quarterbacks in this week draft, which is speaks either That's to sad. how good he could be or how shitty everyone else is. But either way, this dude just kind of seems like a baller to me. And if Mac Jones goes down, I feel a little better knowing that we have this guy around than I would be if we had Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham or heaven forbid had to sign some awful fucking quarterback like Tebow or Colin Kaepernick. Oh God. That yeah, no, no, no thank you on either one of those. It's just yeah, no. the way I, mean, like, I, like I look you. at I, I look at the fourth round and just I I remember a long time ago I wrote a blog at couchguysports.com. Go take a look at it. Um I basically saying that you know when everybody said the Belichick couldn't draft, I basically myth busted that whole thing where he is actually a lot better than anybody thinks. Past fourth round picks that Belichick has had. James White, obviously we love James White. Malcolm yep, Mitchell, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. I know what he did off the field. Great on the field player. Cam Damn Fleming, right. Shaq Mason, Dietrich Wise, Asante Samuel, your boy, Steven Gostowski. Oh, Mr. It just, Six. It just, it, I, it just a fourth round pick. And I know it's, it was the, it was your third one. And I get everything you're saying is right. Every single thing you're saying is right. Where it's kind of yeah, a Blake, always right. break glass in case. Ah, no, break glass in case of emergency. I, I get it. You know, Brian Hoyer, how confident are you? Not confident. Uh, Stidham is probably not going to be on the team when the season starts uh, or, or okay. when the regular season starts. But I just, I, I don't know off the top of my head who was available at this point, but Belichick probably knows more than I do or most likely does. There had to just to pick a quarterback. I don't, I don't know, especially when you just signed Brian Hoyer too. So it just, and I know that, that I, mean, I know this guy isn't going to cost that much. He's on his rookie deal. It's not a big deal. It just, I don't, there's not a single thing about this pick that I like, like drafting for an insurance policy. I understand what you said. It does yeah. make sense, but I, I know. fucking well, hate to, to you. It's like, why can't we do it in the fifth or sixth round? Or just like, not would, would this guy have been drafted? Do you think? Probably not. So it's, but again, probably not, but that's what makes the Patriots great because no one would have drafted them. And then there, this very capable quarterback would have just not had a career. Yeah, no. And, and, you know, like good, good for him. He's on a team. He's going to get paid. He'll probably, I mean, he, he will eventually season snaps. He'll he will probably get flipped for a fifth round pick in the next few oh. years. So, like at the end of the day, it is what it is. I just I don't like the pick. I didn't like it when it happened. I know everybody has the reasoning behind it. I understand the reasoning. I get it. So a flat out. I ass. hate it. it. Just a flat out F for me. I don't. I don't like Bail. it. I don't because, because I don't want to see. I don't think he should. I don't want to see him ever take the field. Because if he takes the field, that means the Mac Jones went down. Yes, so you drafted course. someone in the fourth round that ideally 
never plays. Yes, I do. You know what I mean? Nothing ever works ideally. I know, I know. But like, if he plays, one of two things happen. Mac Jones got hurt or Mac Jones sucks. I don't want either one of those things to happen. So, Or unless you start doing some crazy Taysom Hill fucking plays where this yeah. dude's... Which I don't think he's that athletic to do. No, he's not. No. Call me crazy. This guy screams next Matt Castle. Okay. See, like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't hate that if that's how it happens to to be where you know say he somehow has Rides that the cult following. for seven of exactly. eight years. Exactly. Maybe Mac does. I mean, God Tears forbid. Tears ACL three years from now. Or or <clears throat> not even. I don't know. I don't know why we have to fucking go to tearing an ACL. Maybe he just gets hurt for a couple. Blows weeks out his kneecap, severs and, his spine, whatever you yeah, want. Just use. a little bit. What, sir, sir. What? Kneecap is fine. Dislocated kneecap. We just sever his fucking spine. Um, you're trying to kill the guy. Um, we need Mac Jones to be a part of the Jones family. So stop wishing this on him. Um, I like it, it. Maybe Zappy comes in and you know has like a two game stretch where he throws for two fifty each game, couple of touchdowns. All of a sudden, he gets that you know cult following with teams where it's like this is the guy. If he just had a chance, he could do it. Pass flipping for a fifth. I'm happy with it. But right now, there's a nickname here too. Was Zappy? Like what he zaps the ball in there? There's something like I don't know. I gotta figure. I it like out. it there's... if that's it. He, he's electric when he's on the field. He's yes, electric. The he zaps it in there. Let's 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 get that shit going. Let's start building up the trade value now while we have the time. I like it. Um, I before we see Bailey. Don't call me Billy Zappy. Go on the field. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't. I, I just. I just don't like it because the, the the main reasoning has nothing to do with him. I don't. I don't want, I hope he never plays. And that's one of those things where it's like, I don't see that kills any value that you could build or that you could try to convince me of, even though I understand what you and everybody's saying to me, I'm out flat out F. Would you give this a B? Uh, a B. Jesus B, B or B minus. Yeah. It's an insurance pick. Right. I this love is insurance. a B minus, but Cole strange was what? Uh, a D, a D, D plus. You dick. D you, plus. you. Well, one's a fourth round pick. One's a first round pick. If Cole Strange was a fourth round pick, like I truly projected, that's an A plus pick. Mostly because your boy nailed it, but that is an A plus pick. Absurd. You did nail it. Props Science. to you, but absurd. Damn right. Absurd. Uh, this I still. It, it sounds I will... the jealousy in your voice. I hope that Cole Strange makes 28 Pro Bowls or all. I hope pros. so too. I hope so too. And then, and then you got to have to fuck me. Then, yes, yes. And then you have to let him fuck you if he makes 28 All Pros. All um, so, uh, Patriots did not have a fifth round pick. Cool with that. Whatever they use it, they got back up in the fourth. Doesn't matter. Um, sixth round pick, 183rd, Kevin Harris, South Carolina, sir. What do you say about this one? This is uh, another D. This is a dude that I don't think is even going to make the roster. He's he's cool. He's capable. He's a fine running back, but he's subpar. It's he's not exceptional. There's no real spot for him unless where cutting and trading a couple of people this is a more loaded room than the the wide receivers i don't know where this dude fits in one cut back can catch the ball too but overall i mean 
Carolina. I'm not. I'm not uh, thrilled by the body of work. It's not. A, not a terrible school, but it's not one of the powerhouses either. I don't know. I'm not impressed. I, I think it's a subpar pick. This is a D minus. Excellent. Okay. I'm glad I hate we're on the these. Same I hate these two picks. I hate yeah. the only reason I didn't give this an F is because maybe, maybe. Pierre Strong Jr. doesn't work out. And if he doesn't work out, then you have Kevin, Harris. not Damian Harris. Like yeah. I just there. There's so is nothing... that a thing? If if the Jones don't work out, the Patriots are going to switch over to the Harrises. Was this what they were doing? They're just trying to draft the same fucking people, like on the <laughs> team. Like it's just like how confused they'll be. What if we give them all the same number? Like, oh, <laughs> like that. That's what it, I don't. I don't understand. It's just there's. I see nothing. Like nothing redeeming about him. Like he had what he had um, in his time there. He had 35 catches, 274 yards and a touchdown. I see people say that he has a lack of elusiveness, uh, lack of straight line speed. Um, like I don't like what. Yeah, no, see, I just have questions. I don't think he's going to make the roster. I don't like I just don't. I don't see what. And again, like I Belichick knows a lot more than us, obviously. I just don't get it. He's an he's a short yardage back. I guess that's what people are saying. He might be like he he's bulky, he's a big dude, six you know six feet two twenty one. So like cool, but I just this guy strikes me as a special teamer for three or four years, and then he's gone. If that, uh, like yeah. I in like I just Generous. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't like this pick, and that's not to say that you know like oh it's a it's a um it's a sixth round pick so you know like what do you expect because the patriots in the sixth round have drafted uh tom brady ever heard of him justin heron mike Onwenu, ted karras nate ebner or landon roberts they've had nate some heads ebner. in the sixth round remember nate, nate ebner? ebner remember that Boy, maybe remember this guy if, if this guy if this guy can turn out somewhat like nate ebner i'll be fine as of right That's now fine. yes d minus i don't you could you could draft. God, this is another one of the wide receiver things. Why are you drafting a running back here? Like you have Ramondre Stevenson, JJ Taylor, James White, and Damian Harris. Damian Harris, even if he's gone, you got Ramondre Stevenson, you got Pierre Strong, JJ Taylor, and James White for the next couple of years probably. Why do you need Kevin Harris? I just I don't. I don't know. I don't like this. Yeah, it's a mid pick, is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Um, especially since you just drafted a running back. Oh, Jesus. Um, Crowded right. room. Second, second sixth round pick, defensive tackle, Sam Roberts. Does not sound like a football name at all. Nope. Um, Sam Roberts, Liam, how do you feel about um, Sammy Rob? See, this is on ultimate question mark i have truly no idea what to make of this pick mm-hmm. i i couldn't even come up with a letter grade like i watched his tape i looked at the draft profile his strengths his weaknesses and i still have no idea i i don't even have one I, i'm utterly clueless i i got nothing to say i don't as i it, it, subpar I, as that sounds with him, a, a total mystery to me. I don't know. He didn't 
he didn't have like good times or anything in the in the uh, the combine, which again doesn't really mean doesn't mean much. shit. And that's that was my thing because I was gonna be like, all right, he doesn't seem like a spectacular athlete, but he's got decent size. Yeah. Then I'm like, all right, he can't he can't really move. But then I'm like, that doesn't really matter. Fletcher Cox can't move per se, nope. and he's one of the best defensive tackles in the league. He's a circle, so it's like, I, I don't know. The whole thing with me, I was like, this dude is. I want to say like a, another D or an F, but then again, watch him end up being a staple for years and years and years to come. And it just makes me eat crow. So for me, I couldn't even give him a letter grade. I have a letter grade for every single person except for this guy. And it's I incomplete, like, right. incomplete yeah. to you. Yeah. I, I'm going to go straight C. Yeah. The reason being kind of like you said, I don't really know. Like he's, he's big. He seems extremely average. What, what I see here is that he, he did just a fun fact. He blocked five kicks in his college career, which is crazy. Okay. okay. Um, crazy. He was named MIAA defensive player of the year in 2021. Big thing. He was a team captain. He also earned the Cliff Harris award. What was that? Cause I just had to look it up. I had no idea what that is. That's given annually to the best non-division one defender. Okay. So there's so this this is like a yeah, this is a huge upside project, but if anything, he's just being picked because he's like a niche, 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 niche guy. Where it's like he he blocks field goals and Bill's just trying to impact the game in another way. Bill's like, We're gonna lead the league and block field goals this year. Let's do it. And everyone else, you know, every other team, he was the sixth, sixth round pick, two hundred overall. No other teams think of this guy. No other teams probably looking at the fact that he blocked all those kicks. Bill looks at that and goes, if he can do this with any sort of consistency for us, then that's unbelievable. Yep. That takes three, six, nine points off the board every game. Yep. Yep. So I think that that's why like he's a seat because his his downside and his upside, I think, kind of cancel each other out. Kind of like you yeah. said, and it just just a straight see he yeah, will because his someone... intangibles aren't great it just seems like he's a hustle player like his yeah. uh, not intangibles but it's like dimensions like he like you said the combine numbers are poor the 40 time doesn't blow you away no no nothing nothing like it's just one of the nothing really blows you away but then you you do see kind of those like things where it's like okay he was a team captain got a couple yep. of awards he can block exactly. punt, like he can do things so it's one of those things where you take a fire on him if he works great if not not a single person. If it works, you look now. like a genius. If it doesn't work, no one fucking No one's going to give a shit. No one's even going to know that this person, that that he that he existed. So, uh, yeah, I think that's that's a pretty, pretty simple, straightforward thing for him. I think we're both kind of like, wait and see what happens. I I hope he turns out to be something. Who knows? Um, yep. Speaking of, you know, people that you will completely forget. Guard from LSU. Chasen Hines, not a real name. No fucking way. Isn't that crazy? No fucking way. That seems like the fakest name. That seems like one of the names that Madden like creates for you when you're in like year seven of your franchise in the game. Yeah. Chasen Hines from LSU. I, I believe you... Bo Callahan's a real person before I believe this. Yeah. What what do you about Mr. Chasen Hines? I gave him a B minus. I saw this dude play in person in Death Valley. No shit. No, 
He did not jump off the screen to me. I did not notice him immediately in the stadium. I was actually uh, fighting off a whole day of drinking starting quite early. So I, I wasn't seeing anything past my eyebrows. But overall, LSU's offensive line was pretty good. And this guy overall, pretty fucking solid as a player. When you get into like the deep stats when it comes to linemen, his sacks allowed, it's pretty it's upper echelon, but not flawless. There is uh, the last guy in this draft. Is, I have a big touch on with him on this one. But with this guy, it's a low-risk, high-reward play because he was in a pro-style offense in one of the best colleges that everyone's trying to get guys from. He's already there playing – or he was blocking for Brad Johnson's son. I think it's Mark Johnson who – his dad was a pro quarterback. He plays just like a pro quarterback. So this guy is used to a unathletic white quarterback who's going to drop back in the pocket <laughs> and sit there and wait and check it down and throw it deep and, you know, spin the ball a couple times in the pocket. This dude's been blocking for Mac Jones for two years now, and he had just didn't know it. So now he's just going to the Patriots. If it doesn't work, it is a super fucking late round pick and it doesn't matter. But for a guy from either Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, any of these big schools still being around at this time and you can take them, why the hell not? Because these are all top programs with great offensive lines, domineering offensive lines. Take your shot. I like it. It's a B plus pick to me. Son of a bitch. So I think I think this is a B. That, that's what I was going to say, because I think this guy turns into the Ted Karras where he is yeah. a career backup. And then I think eventually he either signs a big deal somewhere else, gets traded somewhere else for something. Like you said, it's LSU. It's a, it's a big school pro style type offense. Like it, it's something where teams are going to, you know, he, he's not getting drafted from, I don't know, Chattanooga or something yeah. like that, where people Imagine. are going to be like, what the, yeah, God, I, I would never take a first round pick from there. Um, but yeah, I think maybe in the fourth. I think he just I think he turns into he turns into a career backup with the Patriots, maybe gets like a starting role. I don't know. Fuck it. He takes the Ted Karras heart. He goes to Miami, something like yeah. that. But don't hate it at all. Don't love it. I just think this is kind of a value pick. So we're going to kind of yeah. go based on value. The, the grade is off the value because we're getting him so late and he's yep. going to contribute. He's just going to fill in. There's yeah. going to be offensive linemen. That Someone's going to get hurt. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Someone, whether it's Isaiah wins someone and then he's going to have to fill in and we're going to see what's going to happen. And like I said, Belichick is the offensive line whisperer. When he drafts he offensive linemen late, I'm all in on it. Sure, career backup. Let's go. I'm sure he called up Ed Orgeron, who probably um, 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 <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, other end to Bill yeah. Belichick, and some. And, and Bill know. knew exactly what he was saying. He was yep, like, "Yep, absolutely, okay, got it." It's like totally. It. Can you hand the phone to somebody that speaks English, Ed? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cool. Um, and now, the Patriots, Mister Irrelevant, um, final pick in their in their draft, Michigan offensive lineman Andrew Stuber. I'm going to go first here. This one might shock you. This to me is an A. You this guy motherfucker. is huge. I have the exact same thing. 
He's 6'6", 325, giant guy. I actually have Dante Dante Scarnecchia's stat pulled up here. He says, I believe in length. I think that length is important. Don't we all, Dante? He says, look, Matt Light played on our team for 11 years. His arms were 33 inches long at left tackle. Um, Do you want them much shorter than that? I'd say no. Do you want them longer than that? Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It's certainly good. Big guys, big things. Dante Scarnecchia says that length is important. This guy's a big guy. He's from Michigan, another, you know, another college that actually holds some weight there. Um, And I guess he's, he's very versatile too. He can play everywhere. Um, I just, this, this is more of the in Belichick. I trust pick Belichick picks offensive lineman late. I love it. I'm all in love this pick. Yep. Me too. Michigan's offensive line was awesome. They ran the ball. They passed at ease. They were one of the surprise teams after, you know, being middle of the road the last couple of years. In basically 800 snaps, 792 snaps. We want to take a gander at how many sacks he allowed. 800 snaps. How many sacks he allowed? I mean, he had to give up at least what I'm, I'm going to say. I don't know how many. I don't even know a lot. Throw a number out there. I mean, God. 800 snaps. That's a lot. I mean, he got to give up. I don't know what, like 100 sacks or something? Probably even more, right? What do you give up? Final answer? Sure, yes. Two? Oh, my God. This is an A+. I wish I could change my thing. You, too. He was second team All-American. The thing is, though, he's just not very athletic. He's a mountain of men. Like you said, he's like 6'6", fringe 6'7", gigantic mountain of a man. What he lacks for in his athleticism, he makes up for a hustle and incredible football instincts. He is just always seems to be in the right place at the right time, blocking the right dude. I gave this pick an A+. plus. A+. plus. This was, this was my only A+. Plus. <laughs> at the Senior Bowl. I remember watching the. I was. I'm one of the few jackasses that watched the Senior Bowl. The <laughs> fucking announcers said this dude reminds me of Michael Onwenu, and they were talking about how this guy reminds me of I Michael mean... Onwenu. And I, I didn't even put that together for my draft predictions because I remember hearing it. I was like, oh, no way. Like it's an odd comparison because Onwenu isn't like a you know Pro Bowl. No, lineman, and he, but, and, and but he's, he's smaller too. I think he's yeah. is in on one new kind of small, not, not yeah. by a whole lot, but like uh, definitely. Um, overall, this just seemed like a out of the park, like you said, Mister Irrelevant as the last pick in our draft. Fire me up if you're getting a Michigan yeah. offensive lineman that's fringe six seven. I'll take that every time. Two sacks and 800 snaps and a second team All-American. I don't know how he goes this far down. It, it's literally all just because he lacks mobility. Yeah, he's just, yeah, probably, you know, just cement cinder block feet where he just, yeah. that's where he is, which, hey, I mean, that, I mean, that that's something you can learn. You can learn mobility, yeah. I guess. A little that's bit. the thing. He'll get, if DeMarcus Ware was still in the league, he would smoke this dude off the edge. Like, Vaughn Miller is going to take this dude to town if – you know, he starts against him, but he won't. He's a seventh round pick. You let him sit, learn under Trent Brown. He'll be perfectly fine. I like this. And if it doesn't work, you fucking cut him. He's a seventh round pick. No one is going to be like, oh my God, this pick didn't work. But if he works, 
genius. I think that's why Bill picks the offensive lineman at the end there. Cause he's like, listen, like if they work great, if not, ship like him a out. genius, ship yep. him out, ship him out. Absolutely. So that, so what would you give overall the Patriots draft? What would be the uh, letter grade that you would give this draft? Letter grade. I'm giving this draft. It's a, people are really harsh on this draft. People are hating on this draft. Unfortunately, well, and it's, it's just because the, the top of the draft, the, it, yeah. if, the pay, if we were just going off the first two picks, I'm giving this draft a, a C minus, but because he made and by he, I mean, bill, they, you could use as well, made so many key moves down the stretch here. I got to bump this shit up. Like this is a, this is a B. This is a strong B. Marcus Jones, home run. Jack mm-hmm. Jones, potential home run. Mm-hmm. We go all the way down. Andrew Stuber, I think, has all the potential in the world. I like the insurance policy of Zappi and Pierre Strong. We knew they were going to take a running back. Mm-hmm. Whether it's him or Harris, fuck if I know, but one of them staying. So it, this is almost exactly what we predicted in a sense. Uh, more so me because uh, uh, the Nostradamus of the NFL draft. You killed so. it. You got it. Yep, I did. I did. But I don't know. This is exactly what I expected from the Patriots. And that's a good draft. I want to, I want to be different from you, but I mean, honestly, just looking at it, Cole strange. I like that pick. I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be a good pick. People are upset where it is right now. Get it. Tyquan Thornton, kind of the wild card, you know, is he going to play? Is he not? How's he look? I mean, the dude, if he gets cut this season or some shit like that, then that's bad. The two Jones, Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, I think those are really good picks. Uh, Pierre Strong, I think, is going to grow into a good pick. Billy Zappi, we can zap him into the sun. Um, Kevin Harris, don't care for him. Sam Roberts, Matt, Chasen Hines, fake name. Who knows, though? Andrew Subra, this is... Now, mind you, in 2019, the Patriot, everybody said that the Patriots had a well above average draft. Do you know who the Patriots drafted in 2019? Off the top of your head. What round? They're great. The, the entire draft. You know who they drafted? They drafted Nikhil Harry in the first round. Trash. Okay. Jawan Williams. Trash. Chase Winovich. Not even on the team anymore. Damian Harris. Good pick. Um, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Yanni Kajust. I, uh, I always forget yeah, how to say Yandy, it. Good. Uh, I, I like uh, he had a lot okay, of injuries, okay. whatever. Uh Froholt, another offensive lineman. Yeah. Jared sucks. Stidham. <laughs> Byron Coward. Holy okay. shit. Jake Bailey. I mean, pro bowler. Good Beast. pick. Yeah. And then Ken Webster. Who? Exactly. People said that the Patriots had a an above average draft there. So this just kind of goes to show you that no one really knows what the fuck they're talking yeah, about. True. And that's all because of Nikhil Harry, I hope you know. All because and it just and, and people like, love it. Slam dog home run. People love him. Jawan Williams, Harry. the the shit about Jawan Williams. Oh my god, he's gonna be the next guy to start, blah blah blah, all this shit. Yep. Yeah, no, he's not. This Bad draft though, the only thing dude, this this a B plus draft. It is. This was a solid, a solid draft, regardless of what your feelings are about Cole Strange, where he was at. If you take, if you take Cole Strange out of this draft, there's very little to hate on with with it. Now, I, like, yeah. 
I get it that, you know, oh, they could have gotten player X, Y, and Z. Belichick is very confident with his team right now, with his linebacking core. Clearly, clearly he's confident with them. Corners, he drafted two corners in the third and fourth round, so he knows he's got to put those in there. Like everything else he drafted for need, he drafted for what it is. I think Belichick is building around Mac Jones. That's why he drafts a guard and a receiver in the first two rounds. And then he's filling in holes on defense and he drafts a running back to take the place of Harris. I don't know. I, I wish Pat's fans could look past the Cole Strange pick to see that this, hopefully, and again, this is all bullshit because we have no idea who's going to turn into no, anything. But just not. taking a look, there's a lot to be excited about in this draft. Uh, and I do think that it really comes down to that third and fourth round pick with the two Jones, Marcus Jones yes. and Jack Jones. I think those, yeah. hopefully... That swings the entire thing. That That should be it because if he... If he drafted some players, if he drafted like another offensive lineman or some shit there, I feel like maybe we'd think differently, but I don't know. I, I have high hopes for this draft. Um, B plus that's where I'm, that's where I'm putting this. Um, what did you say? B uh, B plus two. You say yeah. B plus two. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's a, there's nothing wrong with this draft really other than the Cole strange thing, which is and Tyquan Thornton too, to an extent, because you know, people kind yeah. of, see that it has sounds. yeah but um did you did you have any parting thoughts about this draft or anything or anything else you wanted to say about it now that pretty much wraps it up for me i mean yeah damn this was extensive it yeah 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 no it, yeah i mean it it was it's the draft you know and again it, it's it's fun now for the draft because when brady was here it was more of a, i don't give a shit who they draft this Tom Brady and Bill Belichick doesn't matter what happens but now that brady's gone you got mac jones in there building his thing I, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. Does Cole Strange start? How good is he? Tyquan Thornton, who does he bump out? Does he bump anybody out? Does he play this year? Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, do they live up to their potential? Do they not? What's going on? Pierre Strong, then Bailey Zappi, what happens with him? There's a lot, a, a lot of things to look forward to with this draft. I just wish people would look past the Cole Strange pick because this is hopefully a good draft. And I yeah, think that a, lot of a few players, a lot of variables before we dip out one player here, who do you think is going to perform the most this year out of this, out of this draft class? Right. Looking at this list, who's going to perform the most this year? Yeah. It, it, it almost seems too cliche to say Marcus Jones, right? That kind of seems like, the given, the easy answer. Mm-hmm. I've never been one to take the easy way out, so I won't say that. Son of a bitch, I'm going to take a flyer. It's it Since I'm a betting man, it's always the thing you expect the least. God damn it. Sam Roberts is going to be a huge fucking part <laughs> of this team. Dude, the, the special oh, teams, the special teams that he's going to contribute, he's going to block field goals. He's going to play. I feel it's goals not going to. It's not going to make any sense to me, but Bill's going to completely revolutionize the game and have everyone looking for some dude who can block field goals. Because people suck at field goals now. People can't make. They do. They're really bad. Seventeen really yarders. Bad. So they're going to get this dude in here. He's going to block an ungodly amount of field goals. Have like seventeen fucking blocks this season. Everyone's going to be blown away. And now every draft from here till the end of time, they're going to be looking for some. Big fucking dude to block field goals. 
listen, I Sam Roberts. I would I would the welcome one dude that. I couldn't give a letter grade is gonna have the biggest impact. He's the one, yeah. That 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 my friend is poetry. That's what that is. That the is. one guy you can do, he's gonna shove it, it in is. your face. Uh Sam Roberts sweet, sweet justice. That's good. I kind of maybe not as much of a fire as you. I'm gonna take Taekwon Thornton. I think that he is going uh, to so show he up. Does I play. think because of Devontae Parker. Someone's going to get hurt, whether it's Parker or Aguilar. I think one of those two are going to get hurt. Hurt, hurt. I think that Hort. Thornton, Thornton. That's why Thornton, Hort. Thornton is going to come in. He's going to be like a little ball of fire, a little ball of piss and vinegar, and he's going to come out. He's going to have a couple big games, and he is going to produce this year. That's that is my. Um, I see. I see Kendrick Bourne throwing a touchdown to Tyquan Thornton this year. That's what wow. I see on, on, on some sort of crazy reverse play to come back in a game or something like that. So Tyquan Thornton is going to be my guy. I think you got Sam Roberts, Sam. I only block kicks Roberts. That's a, uh, that's good shit. That's, that's good shit right there. So um, Patriots draft. Uh, hopefully some good shit happens for next week. We'll see what happens. Um, and then hopefully the Celtics fucking fucking kick ass here. Let's go. Are we got we, Celtics uh, this weekend. Patriots fans, watch the Celtics. Let's go. Um, Bruins right now are playing. I believe the Bruins are. Okay, they, they did. Won. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Them. See? There it is. Bruins now, won. I, ju- I just need the fucking Leafs to win. Don't Celt- tell. Ah, no. Don't tell. Don't yeah, tell no, no. Don't, don't, don't tell, don't tell Allie that. No, not at all. Um, so for Liam McDade, Patriots fan and half-assed Eagles fan, I am Mike Sullivan. This was Tuck Rule Takes. Long episode, but it's the draft. You need to understand it. Very strange episode, if I were to say. Huh? It was. I would say strange overall, episode. very strange. A strange beginning. Don't use that strange joke. Beginning. The joke is strange played beginning. Out. Yeah, now, now it's dead. We can put that one to rest. It's dead. It's dead. We can put that to rest. We are also putting this episode to rest. Goodbye. Good night. Godspeed. Good luck. Everybody loves good head. We out. Everyone. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.